Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and we are bringing you fantasy news today. All this news kind of sucks, um, so um, <laughs> well, we'll just start crying now, you know, about all this drama, but uh, we got the Wednesday crew, well, minus one, at least as of now. We got Bogart, Scott Free in the building, repping the GMM network. Yeah, not having a dryer is a different life, man. <laughs> I, got, I don't know if y'all can see everything, but I got all my clothes hanged out everywhere, bro, because this motherfucking dryer done busted on the kid. Man, and they couldn't fix it yesterday when they came over? It, it, it was like an Eastern European dude, and through the thick accent, all I heard was Molter. And then like, he has to order the piece, and it's going to take a long while. Oh, shit. And I said, man, I love your honesty, bro. But I did have to flash on him when he didn't have shoe covers. And he's like, well, I take off my shoes. It's fine. And I'm like, it's not fine, bro. I'm like, I, you, now that's even worse. Like, you, you don't know those stinky European feet around your house? Fuck that shit. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I'm nothing against Europeans. I think they're phenomenal. But I know they don't shower like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everyone in the UK that's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then regular recurring guest on the Wednesdays. We're also streaming on his YouTube channel right now as well. Fantasy Tyrant. What's happening, bros? What's going on? Yeah, it's 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 all uh, a lot of bad news going on right now. All the, the COVID. I think I heard something like 75 players or something like that in the league or more are, are on a COVID uh, uh, protocol right now. Like fucking crazy. So I don't know if Antonio was just throwing out numbers in there, but he said 62 positive COVID cases for the NFL. What the fuck? Uh, Got a lot of bye weeks. Yeah, luckily for anyone who has bye weeks this week, woo, we can breathe a little bit easier. You know what's crazy, bro? I missed out on a bye week in the D-Generation X League by three-point-something points, right? And and it was my fault because my my good old dependable Leonard Floyd, I cut him last week, picked up someone else. If I would have just kept him and played him, right? So I actually picked them back up, like, please forgive me, right? Because no one ever fucks with Leonard Floyd but me. And he's <laughs> those guys, he's never going to bust me. He might not super blow up, but, but you know, but he actually did lightweight on, on Monday. Anyways, now I'm going to lose because I'm, I'm, I'm all my – everyone's got COVID. I'm just going to die. I'm dying this week in that league. 
Man, you did only win the game by like one point. It looks like here against Steamboat Joe. Yep, yeah, I still would have. I was already, I was already locked in the playoffs like two weeks ago, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, less than three points, or uh, no, yeah, less than four points. I less mean, four points, three points, some. And then with Steamboat, I beat him by like, like point seventeen or some bullshit. It was like 20, 222 to two hundred twenty-two. Damn there, even. And now I got to face Team Nino. Who's oh, that? and Nino Brown, he ain't playing. He's giving out turkeys for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, his team looks pretty legit, except uh, Lamar Jackson is at the helm for him. Oh, okay, and here's another thing. And Baker Mayfield is his backup. You know, I don't really I don't really pay attention to other people's shit, right? Unless, it, unless like, something happens where we have to look. But, like, the person I'm playing, he got in – because the person he played didn't set a lineup and the bench literally scored more than his starting lineup. Like he would have won. And so now I'm playing this guy, but it might be this guy's destiny for all we know. You know what I mean? Destiny. Hey, hey you can't question destiny, bro. Nope. You really? can't question laziness. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you definitely can. Team Money. What up, bro? He said, my Browns are dying, Huss. Help. Like, I don't even know how many Browns players are on COVID right now, but Baker is on the COVID reserve now. Um, hey, listen, listen. The Browns got so much COVID, even OBJ got it, bro. <laughs> Fucking COVID residue from the Browns. No, he, no, see, OBJ already had it. He just gave it to them all and then left. There it is. <laughs> I like your version better. <laughs> let me let me shout out everyone who's in the chat. What up, uh, Chris in the chat? Chris McGrill, Life and Sports Talk with Jake up in here. We'll get to his questions in a few. And uh, Antonio's up in the building. JC Money in the building. What up? Hey. Uncle Buck on Twitch said, Bog Bogardio, where's the baby? And uh, he's got him now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she yeah, she she just she got her eyes locked on this bottle. She's like very she's very uh prompt. Is that the word? Astute? What's the word when you're oh, punctual? There you go. There you go. Always on time. Two hours she's going ham. <laughs> you know what I mean? Say hi to the world, meatball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Austin, what up, bro? What's going on? And uh, so Anthony, he shouted this out. He told me in a text message. He was like, bro, every time I tune into the show and Bogart's holding the baby, I end up winning that week. And so there he goes. Hey, he shouts it out. Bogart with the baby. I'm going to fucking win. There you go. Hey, man. And you know what's funny is Antonio's, we have the same birthday, bro. I'm very superstitious where if something starts working, like, okay, if you see all, all the socks I have right there, right? These are all my game day socks. You know what I mean? <laughs> those from all my other socks because those are the and then like if things aren't going for me i'm changing the pair to another one of the game day socks so yep. i might go through like four pairs in a game or like or in the afternoon because of just until things start working for me you know what i mean I'm, I'm, and it's only crazy because it works <laughs> hey i'm the same way with my with my underwear but i'm not gonna like show you guys that but you know just yeah. just take my word for it oh, okay so so a couple years ago i had uh it, it was it was like it was a uh, uh in the winter and uh I had laundry. It was laundry day, so I'm just wearing whatever I have available. You know what I'm saying? It was. It happened to be a pair of swim shorts and a pair of dress socks, and and one of my old wife beaters that had holes all in it. And bro, I must have so hard, and that like so I, I wore it the next day, and it worked again. And then the, the Thursday comes around. I have some players on a Thursday. I wear the getup, but it didn't work, so I washed it, 
Then I wore it again, and then it worked. So I was like, oh, I got to wash it every time. By the end of the season, this motherfucker was threads. You know what I mean? And I was just wearing the threads, bro. And it's cold as fuck, but I'm in the swim shorts. But it, and I won the championships, and I swear it wouldn't have worked if I didn't wear that shit. And man, Wesley up in here said, bang, bang, Niner gang. 30 uh, NFC best, 32 playoffs, uh, 12 first round buys. Let's go. Hell yeah, yes. say that again. <laughs> I'm an island boy in the building. What up, bro? <laughs> Mike P says, was able to make it this time. What up, fellas? What's up, Mike? Anthony says, my baby is one and a half walking around. It's amazing. First time daddy. There we go. Hey, man. Represent I'll tell you this much. Don't take your eyes off them motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> when Hell they no. get to moving around, like, okay, my son, right? He's t- he's he's in his terrible twos right now. He's about to turn three. But for those of y'all don't know, it goes terrible twos, then horrible threes, man. Because they're <laughs> sad. They get even more savage. But anyways, my son, his nickname is Gunna. Not because he's a shooter, but because he's going to knock that down. He's going <laughs> to climb that. He's going <laughs> to fall. You know what I mean? So his nickname is Gunna. <laughs> There we yeah, go. Yeah, my, my daughter's almost two, and uh, she's she's in the other room, kind of freaking out right now because uh, she she wants dad, but like mom's in there saying, "No, no, we got we got to let him work." And uh, and so now she they actually have the show on that so so she can see her dad. <laughs> so hi, Amelie, love you, baby. Nice. There we go. And uh, I'm an island boy. My daughter turns two next month, and she will be wild AF. Same yes. here. Same here. Uh, uh, the 27th of January. Nice. Yeah, Noble just turned five. And uh, let me tell you, I don't even know if there's a nickname for the five-year-old, but I don't think it's going to get any better. Um, I just think you'll be able to bribe them a little easier as they get older. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm an island boy. says, my daughter is in her terrible twos early, I swear. <laughs> Same here. Same here. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. All right, let's see. About some good news before. Well, actually, let's just get into the to the real shitty news of uh, of the day. For those who haven't heard, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna miss the remainder of the regular season knee issue. We gotta pour one out for DeAndre. Ah! See, and th- and this could almost lead to to a debate on on who's gonna be the the next big guy to step up. Well, real quick, I'm an island boy. I said, dude, no way. My daughter's birthday is the 27th, too. Are you serious? They were born on the same fucking day, then. <laughs> hey, you know what's Hell crazy? yeah. My Pre- son- just, just before the COVID shit started. Yeah. My son's birthday, same birthday as Hustle's. And, and my lady's birthday, uh, the, the beautiful mother of all my children, January 27th as well. It's kind of crazy. Damn. The universe. That's right. <laughs> it is the universe. Nice. Don't question the universe. <coughs> and Austin said, AJ, green to the moon. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I was thinking about it earlier, like, like you know, it's like on the old uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons when they're, when they're arguing rabbit season, duck season. And I was thinking like, like, uh, 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 you know, uh, green season, Kirk season, green season, Kirk season, you know, I'm a, I'm a Kirk season guy. I will argue that is none of them, and it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to pinpoint that shit because there already was. They spread the ball around a ton. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but like last year and, and shit, I, I could see a connection happening between Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk. And I thought that that was going to come to fruition, you know, a lot more like this year as well. And it kind of has, you know, here and there. And I just think it's going to be more more of that. But I think you're I think you're right. It is going to be harder, still still difficult to pinpoint, still not going to be like, hey, I'm picking this guy for sure. But uh, I'm if I were to lean toward one getting uh, the most, I guess, of his touches, I would I would probably lean toward Kirk. I, I, if I have to lean, I am going to lean AJ Green though, because he he's the X receiver. Like you know what I mean? Like that he, he played the X uh, the X receiver with the Bengals, and like you know him being I think like him being opposite Hopkins, he really benefited being the number two because you know he, yeah. he was he was the number one for so long. So I do worry about AJ Green, and 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 now even just saying all that out loud, maybe the play is Christian Kirk. Because he'll be getting the secondary uh, uh, corners now, you know what I mean? And like AJ Green should draw number one coverage. I think either way, it's going to get ugly because uh, Kyler he can do so much with his legs. Like he can buy, he can let people get open by the time. And I just feel like it's going to be one week, it's going to be someone. Another week, it's going to be someone else. Randomly, it's going to be Rondell Moore sprinkling in in one of these, exactly. but. I don't think that Arizona, like, there's already some people that I see, like, oh, Arizona's, like, going to be a one and done, you know, in the playoffs. Like, how how many games have they had Hopkins for this year? Like, not that many. Yeah, and and you know what? Here's another thing. is If you look at their schedule, it was incredibly soft. Like, I, you know, then they run into teams like like Green Bay, trounces them, you know what I mean? Uh, running, they, they, they ran into. Uh, and trounced them. They beat them by three points. No, but that was they. If you watch that game, they were beating them by 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 two possessions. That was all in like you know, let them get it, get the ball back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was that was super clear. You know what I mean? And he played horrible too. That was, a, and, and you know what? This is how I'm just gonna sum up the, the Cardinals in fantasy this year. Because of course we had some awesome Kyler Murray, awesome Kyler Murray moments, but it's all James Conner, man. Yeah, James Conner. I'm only mad because I have zero James Conner. But whoever else, ha- who all of y'all that have him, man, take a bow. <laughs> I mean, Chase Chase Edmonds, when he comes back in PPR, he'll be a good uh, flex option. But other than that, yeah, I agree. It's been it's been a big uh, year for Conner, absolutely. Let's see. How about some uh, – let me see. Is there anyone else that we need to talk about in a bad way? I mean, Rex Burkhead, he's going to be out for Sunday's game. I don't know if I'm trusting anybody in that backfield. It's David Culley, David Johnson, and Royce Freeman. I know everyone's getting hyped about Royce to 5'9 Freeman. I'm not too hyped about it. I mean, I think that that of of the Texans uh, running backs right now, I'd probably be going after Royce Freeman, but I don't want to be going after the Texans running backs, period. So there you go. Yeah, it ain't looking good. Uh, Josh Allen, limited in practice. So... I- we just think that a guy like that, you know, it's probably not even going to practice on a Wednesday being banged up, getting into limited practice. It's a little bit more promising. The the problem, the problem though, um, from what I heard uh, was that there's a possible uh, possibility of it being a, a Liz Frank. And if that's the case, um, I'm a little worried for the playoffs. I ruled out the Liz Frank. What's that? Uh, I, I read they already ruled out the Liz They did? Frank. All right, good. I, I mean, but – but I, I haven't run down the rabbit hole, so I don't know if that's like if that's really true or not. You know what I mean? I hope you're right. I really do. Because, because I would hate to have. I mean, having Josh, even if I don't own it in, in, in any of my leagues, I just hey, having Josh Allen out for the fantasy playoffs just that's bummer. I would suck. How about this scenario, right? Well, actually, real quick on the Josh Allen, he had 
there, there's some place I read they're calling it a foot, and they did say possible is Frank. Then the other ones that are, are the other ones are from him talking about it's a toe. You know what I mean? So I don't really know. That's why I said I don't know if we should rule out anything we 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 read. But but uh, here's another thing that's crazy about this time of year. When you look at teams that are already positioned, like the Cowboys, you know what I'm saying? The Cowboys, they win this week, and Washington lo loses. They win their division. They, they could just be like, all right, we're not going to move no higher than three and no lower than four. We're just going to sit everybody. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I was just looking at the most recent update. It says that it's just a mild foot sprain. He did avoid the Liz Frank. And uh, yeah, he is limited in practice. So, I mean, look, they call him day to day. Hopefully he, he plays this week. Um, but that's, that's good news that he escaped that. Yeah. And let's see who else we got here. We got Vanessa said Rondell Moore, AJ Green. If Hopkins doesn't play, yeah, Hopkins is done uh, for the rest of the regular season. He's droppable in fantasy right now. If you need a spot. And I said both are available in my league. I'd get both if you can, but AJ Green's my priority. Yeah. AJ Green is the more solid play. Rondell Moore's kind of your home run hitter, and he could be a lottery ticket, you know. But I'd say if you have to choose between one of them, you need a solid start on your team. Go with AJ Green. Here's the thing with Rondell Moore, man. It, that, that was supposed to be really fun to have Rondell Moore be a thing. But like, they just, I don't know. They, we just, they, he's a return guy. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like they were working him into the game plan the first couple weeks because, you know, he was flashing. You know what I mean? He had a couple good fantasy outings and then immediately busted for everybody the next week. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. He's what, a DFS player. I remember that one <laughs> all too well. Let's see. Uh, so Michael Carter designated to return off IR and uh, coaches already say that yeah, he's going to play to yeah. what degree, who the hell knows, but uh, he'll be out there. You know, some of us need him. Hooray. There, him up. Michael Carter. <laughs> and uh, for the Eagles. All right. So Jalen hurts. So he has the high ankle sprain. That's what it is. He's splitting reps with Gardner Minshew. According to Hertz, he says he's going to play. What you know, splitting reps, that's really all we know as of now. And then Miles Sanders, uh, he's stomping around the yard saying his ankle feels good and that he's really confident that he's going to play this week. You know what would be dope? It'd be like, they're like, Miles Sanders, uh, how's your how's your, your, your ankle doing? He just, just breaks a bunch of bricks with a sidekick. <laughs> Pretty good. Cobra Kai, bam. And especially um, – I mean, I didn't, I didn't fact check the person who said it, but um, Washington with all their COVID cases, supposedly they have about seven defensive linemen that are, uh, that are on COVID right now. Damn. Yeah. And um, they're, they're also going to be down two starting linemen, uh, two starting offensive linemen just to injury. So like, I'm really worried about my Gibson. I, I'm telling you, Brandon Jackson, it's all going to hell. It was <laughs> It's yeah, the I think last uh, Philadelphia Eagles defense are a good pickup this week. Yeah, definitely. If they're yeah. available still. They're yeah, I was about to say they're they're like the hottest streaming option. They're even they're even one of those those defenses like I was telling people to hold if you could over the bye week, you know what I mean? Because of this matchup. Like I'm not afraid of Taylor Heineke and then you know what I mean? Like they're 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 not afraid to turn it over a few times. Yeah. And let's see, Sanford here said, uh, start three, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Cook, Carter, Williams, Michelle. 
I mean, it's the first three, and I don't even think that it's close. Josh yeah. Jacobs, Aaron Jones, and Cook. Right. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Oh, wait. Javonta Williams. That's the Williams. Yeah, I was going to say. and I I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Javonta Williams over Jacobs. Who do Jacobs got? They got Browns. Browns. They got the Browns. Yeah, that's a good run defense. Yeah. 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 yeah in that case, if, it, they, it if it's Javante Williams, yeah. Not if all their players are out I mean, on COVID, this might not be a good run defense. <laughs> you know what, though? Josh Jacobs, he worked his way right back onto my shit list really fucking fast. Because, like, the last three, four weeks, even uh, I remember a uh, time where it was on your, uh, on your birthday episode. You know, yeah. there was somebody asked, like, Josh Jacobs, you know, or anybody else. And I was like, well, it depends who, because at that moment, Josh Jacobs not somebody you could sit. You know, he was getting nine, he went on to get nine receptions that day. Yeah, he had 24 fantasy points. It, it was a good yeah. game for him. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Like, but but you know, against a division rival, when the game script went the, the wrong way, it was all bad for him. You know what I mean? So maybe the game script is in favor. I'd probably take Jacobs slightly over Williams this week just because of Melvin Gordon's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, and Uncle Buck said, I'm taking a bow, Bogard. Fuck yeah. He said, Connor, but now he's questionable to start for the playoffs. He ain't no punk. I need him to play. He's got that ankle issue. We haven't heard anything new about it as of yet. Hey, you know what? He definitely ain't no punk. I love James Connor's story, man. Like, hometown kid from Pittsburgh, beat cancer. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, just the, the injuries and all that. And even the COVID year last year, you know, he never said this, but, like, I feel like he didn't really want to play. In the with all the all the protocols being all wonky last year, because you know he has pre-existing medical conditions, you know what I mean. And last year, our knowledge of COVID was like it was more frightful, you know what I mean. Like when you don't know much about something, you know what I mean. It's more scarier, you feel me? And like he's just got a, a crazy resurgence, you know what I mean? Yeah, he even looks better in, in in Arizona. Like he looks slimmer. Like he looked like kind of bulky in, in in a Pittsburgh jersey. Maybe it's because it's black makes him look whiter. I guess you know what I mean. But like he just looked hell slim, bro, and he's, and he's eating, man. I, I hope he comes back for everybody that got him, cause he, cause he's like he he's he's or him and um him and Cordell Patterson are like the surprise like breakouts of the year. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. All right, let me knock oh, yeah. out the rest of this news real quick, just uh, real quick. So um we, we're not even gonna comment on this. <clears throat> Dolphins, Malcolm Brown returning to practice today. Tony Pollard. Limited in practice today for the Cowboys. Swift and Hawkinson not practicing today for the Bengals, for the Bengals. Trey Hendrickson will be limited all week for the Niners. Elijah Mitchell not at practice today uh, for the Chargers. Derwin James, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen all there uh, practicing during the open portion of practice for the Bengals. Joe Burrow won't practice today, but it sounds like he's on track to play Sunday, barring any setbacks. Sam Darnold, he's been designated to return off of IR, but Matt Rule already came out and said he's not, like, practicing, practicing. He's still probably about a week or two away from that. So I think they have uh, 21 days to actually, like, fully activate him as of this point. So we're going to be waiting a week or two. I'm trying to remember what his injury was, Uh, Sam Darnold. Oh, I remember. I remember. His feelings were hurt. (laughs) DJ Moore limited in practice, so that's promising yeah. after uh, pulling the hammy. Now and we then, need Sam Donald to come back, and we can rekindle the early season magic. 
for the Chiefs, Legarius Sneed and Willie Gay are out for tomorrow's game. And then for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson not practicing and John Johnson is signed off of the Jets practice squad. That's telling. Well, John, John, the quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, they should have just Josh, had him. Josh bro. Johnson, my bad. Josh Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, they should have just had him play, bro. Him and Mike White. You know what I'm saying? They were making everything fantasy viable over there. Because yeah, I do. I want to. There, there's going to be a lot of pass attempts for a garbage team. And, like, Zach Wilson's mm. pass attempts are just garbage. You know what I mean? Shit. Yeah. Adam Schefter said on NFL Live, there's like 95 potential COVID cases in the NFL as of today. Jesus. Jesus. And counting. So yeah. speaking of which, actually, I want to go back to what you were saying about the Dolphins real quick with Malcolm Brown coming in. That's gonna that is very interesting because they face the Jets this week, who we know give it up to running backs, and all the other running backs right now uh, uh have COVID or they're on the COVID protocol. And we got to see if Gaskin uh, makes it through the protocol by then. They might. They definitely might. If they if they do, obviously, you know, you start Gaskin and stuff. But if no one else is available, that might be a sneaky play, Malcolm Brown. You got to really be in a pinch in your playoffs to do this. Because I, because this, that's. Uh-oh. Bless you. It's. Uh-oh, bogey's in the matrix. It's definitely a bold play. It's definitely a bold play, but, I mean, it, it could pay off is what I'm saying. Definitely. It's interesting. Could. It's interesting, at least. Definitely could. All right. We're going to let bogey get back up in here, but then we're going to start our uh, – well, actually, let me see if there's any other news that came in first before we start our next segment. Uh, Melvin Gordon is practicing. So, Elijah Mitchell, I guess, they were working on the side, but it still counted as, like, a do not practice. Yeah. That's that's one to keep an eye on for sure. I, 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 honestly, I'm not starting anybody in that backfield unless it's Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. And uh, um, Chargers said that Rashawn Slater, the left tackle, will be out Thursday. And Darren Waller, not practicing. Surprise, surprise. God, I'd love to see Boston Moreau, you know, actually turn it on, but we haven't seen it yet. No. I mean, well, we saw him score a, tu- a touchdown, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've seen uh, – there was a – few weeks ago he he had a really good game but other than that it's just not been that startable yeah and tino said call me up nfl i'm vaccinated and covid free <laughs> there we go and chase said you guys still like the browns uh defense despite covid i can play the colts versus the pats broncos versus the Bengals. i'm playing the colts versus the pats oh yeah way too nervous about the browns right now and antonio said if that happens i'm starting tino as my rb1 <laughs> And Big Kong, as long as Debo's healthy, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, will never be Jeff Wilson. Exactly. That's for sure. Right. Or Hasty. That's why. I, that's why I like Ayuk uh, to end this season because they're going to be using Debo so much as a running back too. You know. Yeah. We saw that happen in this last game. He he caught one touchdown and, and actually earlier almost had another. So you know. And life turned and- around. <laughs> Yeah, Life and Sports Talk with Jake said, I hope y'all get the dub the first week of the playoffs. Let's get it. We need it. We need it. And Austin said, I want to grab Jeff Wilson, but I got no problem. I got uh, no one to drop. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't drop anybody like good for Jeff Wilson. There's doesn't seem like there's a reason. No. And Sanford said, uh, how do you feel about Jimmy G versus Atlanta if Allen can't go? I like it. 
Jimmy's I, I think it's power. a good play. It's he. I think he's actually been playing pretty well. I mean, even from a fantasy standpoint, I, I I'd say he gets at least twenty points in that game. Yeah, he's been solid. Yeah, and then forget about it if he runs one of them in. Yeah. What up, Pam? Said, should I drop Jeff Wilson? Uh, what about in Dino? Not in Dynasty, for sure. Not in Dynasty. Don't drop him. But redraft, I think he's droppable. I mean, it depends on who you drop him him for. But yeah, I mean. Keep them around Dynasty, but uh, but yeah, otherwise. <laughs> Chase said, did Bogart uh, get banished to the show realm again? <laughs> Here he is. There he is. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I know how it happens because when I'm on my phone, it's when somebody hits me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it says it sends me right into the abyss. <laughs> and it's always it's funny because it's like I swear, I swear it's it's another version of me. In a multiverse, telling one of my homies, call him right now. He's in the middle of a take. It's, Lu- it's Luigi. <laughs> it's always right when I'm in the middle of a rant. Yep. Just hating. Just steady hating. All right. Well, we're going to start the uh, the second portion of this show. We're going to start the circle. This is the debut of the circle. We did, we did TD was supposed to be here. He is MIA as of more right like, now. More like a triangle this week. Yeah, and so uh, what we're what we're going to be doing is you guys are going to be the hosts of the show now, where you're going to dictate what we're going to debate on. So let's throw some debatable sports topics down here, throw them in the chat, and let's see what uh, let's see what we got here. And we're all going to give some takes, and then you guys are going to vote on uh, on who act on who you think won the debate. They're going to be short and sweet. Let's see what you guys put in. I'm going to smoke this bowl while we get ready. Yes. I, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited to argue. I mean, debate. Yeah. I'll call it arguing. And we're not going to debate this, but here's just a, quest, uh, a question on who do I start. Dak Allen or Fields? It's I'm out. Goes. We gotta wait for the, we gotta wait for the injury news on Allen. So as of yeah, right I now, I think like, I'll play Dak because Fields yeah. kind of hurt too. Yeah, and, and I'm not mad at, Pre- at Prescott either. Like if you, that's some crazy. Uh, oh yeah, start too. Yeah, Prescott and Allen. I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting the uh, the, the injured guys. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm an island boy's not uh, not playing around. He said he just went to the top one and said LeBron versus Kobe. <laughs> I mean LeBron versus Jordan. So. Damn. I don't even want to take the LeBron side. Is there anybody? Jordan. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jordan too. He not not Jordan, Jordan. never lost. He never lost. <laughs> he got the, the chip. He wins the chip. That's it. Is there people in the chat who are gonna debate the LeBron side? Because we can each give one of our points and, and get the LeBron side coming back. Jordan beat the mob too. You know what I mean? The mob was like. Oh, oh, you don't want to do what we want what we want you to do? Boom, killed his pops. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, I'm out. And then he came back and got three more of them things for the mafia. <laughs> They're like, now it's time for you to go back and win. When and you beat still- the mob, when you beat the mob, you beat the odds. Yep, and he still has the uh, – he's still tied for the lead in the NBA all-first team defense. Cause that was something that uh, no one's ever done. Winning like the uh, the MVP, the Finals MVP, um, first team All Defense, like all those kind of things. He's still the only person to win all those awards in a single year. Because he, he actually, 
Overall, as a score, I like Jordan better. Uh, I think he's 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 better score. I think uh, James, though, um, he's more. You know, uh, when 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 it comes to rebounds and assists, I give the nod to him. <clears throat> but as far as uh, defense in general, uh, Jordan was the guy. Uh, led the league in steals three times. Uh, just I, I, in general, I, yeah, as a defender, I got to give him the nod there. So overall, I I think Jordan was the better better player. Because the, the, the part of the debate that I never get is like, it's almost like defense completely gets left out. And people are like, oh, but LeBron, he gets way more rebounds and way more assists than Jordan. I mean, the thing is, is like, if Jordan never gave up the ball, they were usually giving it back to him, you know, so they could get the assist. Let right. Jordan score and do his thing. And yeah. uh, the points and all that, I mean, shit, LeBron's in an era where like average scores are like 100 to 110. Jordan, Jordan he said, fuck it and took it all down. LeBron <laughs> was like, I'm going to try to keep it. It got brought it. Just it shit, LeBron. And now, and now miraculously, his hairline is back. You know why? Because <laughs> he bought it. <laughs> that hair, hair club for men. He's not just the president. He's also a client. And, and here's the thing. I know with social media, it makes regular people be celebrities right because what's celebrity but maybe a celebrity in its simplest form is someone that everybody knows right see but when you were a celebrity back then you're polarizing nobody can get near you nobody can talk to you nobody can write no fucked up articles about you none of that you know what i'm saying that was michael jordan a phenom you know what i mean I mean, he was an icon around the world. Kids recognized, I, I think at one point, kids recognized him more than Santa Claus. I, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, as far as far-reaching like that, LeBron, yeah, every you know, a lot of people knew, knew who he was. But, you know, Kobe was playing at the same time, you know. And now we've got, you know, Steph Curry. You've got other players that are, that are in the conversation. At that time, there was no one really else in that conversation. When you're talking about at least – um, the dynasty era, you know, in the nineties. Yeah. No one else in that conversation as much of a Blazers fan as I'd love to say Clyde Drexler. No, no one else in that conversation. Clyde the glide. Clyde the glide. <laughs> so here's, here's one from Antonio. I don't even know how we do this, but he said, who's the best fantasy football analyzer? Jake Sealy. That's my favorite of all time. It's not Matthew Berry. It ain't Matthew Berry. <laughs> No, I, I fucking killed him and all his squad in the their show league. Fuck that. No, um, that's a good question. Hey, listen, these mother us motherfuckers right here, bro. <laughs> Next, the reason the reason why I started doing this is because I just felt everybody that I watched was boring as hell. Really, the only podcast that I listened to for the longest time were the footballers and uh, and the 0610. Um, you know, the ESPN shit. And then a lot of it ended up being fast forwarding through a bunch yeah. of stuff. And like you and I both, that's exactly why I started my show too. It was like, wow, I could do, I could do better than that. I do. Every time I go with my picks over their picks, I win because, because I, I studied it. I've learned it just like you, you know, they're, they're picking and saying, I think who they're told to, you know, that they, they get the money, they get to say, you know, uh, what they had to say, we, we, uh, we're not bought out. We're, we're just saying uh, what we know from our experience, what we use and do every week to win. And, and that's uh, so, so in that way, uh, I mean, it is us, but if you want to say like, you know, who's our favorite fuck shit, I don't know. 
I'll, I'll tell you who my favorite are. I got three of them. Adam Rank, Adam James Rank. Co, and Marcus Grant. And it's because they showed love. That was it. Fuck everybody else. They kept it true to California. I, I say, if I say there's uh, my top three, I, I would definitely have Adam Rank on that list. Love the guy. Just not just because I'm a wrestling fan too, but you know, uh, you know, he, that uh, his uh, uh, danger zone fan. dives and shit. Like, you know, they're legit. That's legit. One day we're going to be able to. One day we're going to be able to produce some shows like them. You oh, know, fuck yeah, we are. Hey, bro, I'll we're doing it. We're starting right now. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all self-produced. They they can't. I, I mean, you know, they, they'll they will agree because Adam Rank already told me when he came on to my show. He was like, "Man, I wish I." He was like, "You so you made that intro," and I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Yeah, I wish I could do stuff like that." <laughs> yeah, it's you no know, when you when you when you. Work for like, you know, you know, when you're corporate or network, whatever the fuck, you know, have you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you're, you're naturally going to have these restrictions. You know what I mean? Like, did that, man, I'm scot free for a reason. I can't wait till somebody gives me a fucking life changing deal on the table and I go, shove that shit up your ass. <laughs> right? And because it's going to entail but we can't be who we want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I might, my lawyer might be like, nah, bro, go sign that shit. <laughs> we're we're going to build this up to where we're hiring people to work, you know, exactly. with us and doing this kind of shit for us to where we're just talking in front of the camera and we're, and we're paying people to get all the behind that's, the scenes shit. That's what's great about the 420 crew. We're coming up from, you know, we're grassroots. We're coming up, but we're going to fucking take over. We'll be there eventually. I, we're going to be doing said. what you want to do, bogey, but we're going to be making the money doing it, you know? That's, yeah. that's not, it's got to start somewhere, all right? That, here it is. That's the slogan right there, the 420, the 420 crew. We got grassroots. You know what I'm saying? Pun intended. Here you go right here. Chase, boom. He said, the only channel who told me Barkley over Terry last week. Enough said. There we go. I'm getting you that extra entry right now, Chase, into the Darius Leonard signed jersey giveaway. Hey, speaking of signed jersey giveaways, real quick, I just want to say, I still got this going on, all right? It's the uh, the uh, fucking Swift jersey, the signed Swift, DeAndre Swift jersey. Nifty. All right? For those, for those of you who are my fans, or if you're not, check it out. I've got a, a contest going on, too. You're donating uh, uh, via uh, Venmo, PayPal, whatever. Half donations this month are going to Dornbecker Children's Hospitals. So you can help my show stay alive, help kids stay alive, and win yourself a signed jersey. Just saying. Just saying real quick. Yeah, there you go. That's why Pam said, uh, Pam just said, the fantasy tyrant is the GOAT tyrant gang. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pam. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Antonio, one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> and Antonio said he just set us up. He said, I was waiting for one, for you three to say, no, it's me. <laughs> I always I always take, whenever we're talking about stuff, I always take myself out of the equation. Because, you know, yeah. if it's, uh, I, I would always say me. Like, fuck it. Like. Gotta believe that. I had, that to, get real, I had to get real bogartish one time. <laughs> I was like, you know what? What are we doing here? It's us. <laughs> no, but you, you know what though? You know why I say it's us though? Because I've got to work with 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 you fine gentlemen for a while, and including TD as well. We're like, you know, you get to trusting someone's uh, uh, opinion slash ideology because you know, or philosophy, whatever it is. Because you know, what I'm saying the more information you can get can help make your decision more accurate. You know what I mean? Like. It's hard to make some of these calls. Like, you know, people like Jalen Guyon or Josh Palmer. You would have got either or, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, yeah, I, my, my, I was on Josh Palmer. 
know what I mean? I was on Guyton. <laughs> it was so funny because like you guys could we could have debated that until the cows came home and oh, like yeah. and it people could have been people could have been tinkering the entire time and they still ended up with the exact same amount of points. I know. Right? <laughs> so funny. That's how good we are. That's awesome too, because like we yeah, have both of both sides were right, and I mean we both hit the nail on the head. Ended up being the exact same make, amount of points. When you make the case and it hits, people people will remember that shit. That's right. I, I remember those things for all those analysts we were talking about. I remember more their hits than I do their misses because yeah. a lot of them be missing like a motherfucker. You yeah. Know? Except no one will forget uh, 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 Barry's miss on Michael Vick. No one will forget that shit. Exactly. <laughs> like you know what? I'll never fuck with him ever for life. Because- I remember. I remember his miss on da- um, on Danny Pesos. Like you know the my guy of the year and making a stamp for it. I don't know if it was yeah. last year or the year before. It, <clears> was, 20, it was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty because he's been hitting. Was- I don't think he's hit on a my guy since uh, since Josh Jacobs. And even then, I mean, that's still like 2018 or 19. But I've been hitting on my guys. He was over Ridley. He was over Ceh. (laughs) I've been I've been hitting on my guys since Kareem Hunt, and that's and I I bring this up to say because that's what made me be on Clyde like a motherfucker. Two different type of players, but just like just the fact that Andy Reid's running backs to me in my fantasy life that I hold them near and dear to my heart. So I was pulling up. Ceh in the first round last year. That was my big miss last year. Yeah. My, my favorites for me, for myself. I'm we we're talking about ourselves this year. Uh, my favorite hit this year uh, was definitely uh, it's it's got to be uh, Dawson Knox in the preseason saying, "Hey, I've been hearing this uh, this bromance brewing. Uh, Dawson Knox is going to be big this year." And then saying that uh, uh, as every analyst had Ryan Tannehill as a top ten QB, I was like, "Nah, no." I don't have I have him out, put cousins in there. Hey. I mean, but see, cousins was coming off of a, a career year, you know, 4,500 passing yards, or, or, or actually not 4,500, but it was definitely well over 4,000. And he had the career, the career numbers was in the passing TDs, 36. You know what I mean? And like he's on pace. You know what I mean? Like he's he's wrecking shop. He's for fantasy purposes. We love that. You know it's crazy I mean? how off people were on cousins and <clears throat> I mean, shit. Like, I got the, I got um, cousins in the Scott Fish Bowl. Like, hella late. Yeah. We're off him. He I got was, him in the. the uh, because he's boring to them. <laughs> he's that's why I call him Corky Kurt. Ain't nobody's like, if 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 you're in a buffet of of all these these incredible fantasy QBs, ain't nobody in line for Kurt Cousins, bro. You know what I mean? And you heard this. Austin said, "Do y'all know the fantasy football end game? Don't do not know." No. Uh. Uh-uh. This and is all right. the end game. Austin said, I ordered a camera hustle. Once it gets in, I'm ready to come on. Make sure you have a Bluetooth or get some kind of microphone, even if it's like a $40 one or, you know, one that's not really too much, but you got to have a microphone. Don't just use your, uh, don't just use your computer mic. Don't be like Bogart every day using the phone. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Antonio said, 420 crew, light that shit, smoke that shit, pass that shit. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is is uh, before COVID hit, right, I was already like, I got to a point where like, I'm smoking my own shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that rude? Like, I'll, 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 give, I'll roll up shit for other people, but I like, taking, I like taking mine to the face. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it really, I mean, it depends on the situation, but especially right now with like COVID and stuff, like I'd rather be just smoking on my own joints. Well, well because you know, it's kind of like it's like some Native American ceremonious shit when you when you meet cats. You know, that's kind of like the unwritten brotherhood. Like, you know, we're about to smoke and, you know, we're about to partake today. Yeah. You just do one of these. Just do one of those. And that's me. See, I, we all have different opinions on everything, including how we handle uh, that kind of situation. For me, I'm like, fuck it, dude. Give me my antibodies, man. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, I got so much OCD. That's it. The world changed me. You know what I mean? Because I was that guy. Like, you know, it's funny. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to the Heart to Start Fantasy Football Podcast. Well, you know, they're they're out here in Sacramento, up north. So I went and I actually went out to rock with them in their studio, and like you know, we we rolled up hella backwoods and we just smoking like old days. You know what I mean? And it's, but it was because like I had this camaraderie with them. It felt like even though it's the first time I'm meeting them, I didn't mind sharing something with somebody. They they weren't grimies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I don't know you. I'm you got you got to trust your gut, you know man. I mean? You got to trust your gut. And real quick for Perry, he said, I'm not a complainer, but I've glass questions for the last three weeks, and they always get skipped. If you come in on this show, the Fantasy News Today show, we don't answer every single question. This isn't a question and answer, you know, session. We're talking about the news. Today, we've kind of been bullshitting a little bit. Hey, did he put his question in there, though? I'll, let's answer his question. We'll go see what it was. Hey, because he, he said he comes here every day. He's trying to get the question asked. I, let's answer his question, because I don't want him to not come back here every day. Because that, that, that's the key part I heard in there. He's like, I'm here every day. Y'all don't, y'all don't fuck with me. <laughs> I know that we've answered your questions before, Perry, because I wouldn't remember your name if we didn't answer them. But he said, uh, start Pittman or DJ Moore if healthy. Well, the thing is about DJ Moore, we don't know if he's going to be healthy. So right now I'm saying Pittman, yeah. the Friday practice is most important for DJ Moore. So don't take my it's Wednesday. I'm hearing about Moore. It sounds like he's not going to be healthy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I – I definitely I go Pittman. I mean, if you're really asking the question, if like pre, let's pretend he's going to be healthy, I'm still going with Pittman. I just think, uh, it, yeah, I'm not trusting anything going on right now for Carolina outside of, well, no one actually. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, it's going to be Pittman here because DJ Moore, it, I mean, he is trending on playing, right? If you practice, if you limit it today, you're trending. But you know what I'm saying? Barring that, because I'd rather play DJ Moore. I don't like fooling with New England secondary. They're hella good. You know what I mean? Like Jason. Well, Buffalo's given up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. I mean, they're they're damn good too. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of that's skewed because now Trey White's not there. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. I mean, they just got shredded last week. Granted, it's Brady, but nonetheless, they did whatever they wanted to do. You know what I mean? That Buffalo's defense didn't really show up until like the fourth quarter when the you know, they kind of Homer Simpson did. You know what I mean? We're like not now, now the Buc- the Bucks a little they're a little sluggish here. You know, and yeah, there's a very recent update here, Bogey. You're right. It does say that uh, Matt Roll expects DJ Moore to play. So that's yeah. actually a very legit question. Um, then yeah, I mean, you could go 50-50, honestly on that one. For me, it is. Yeah, it just sucks because all of a sudden Cam Newton comes through, and he's like. You know, remember he made all the Simba comments. <laughs> he was like, "He when I left, DJ Moore was Simba." He's like, "But I'm I'm back and I'm Mufasa." He said, "So he said some shit like that." <laughs> and then he has like a bro that guy, <laughs> Robbie Anderson, bro. Yeah, and his first pass as a, a his first pass back in Carolina. She's all it's funny because she can't see. It. She's all laughing and screaming. Anyways, 
<laughs> his first pass was a touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson, the string beam. Yeah. And, yeah. and on this show, I was called crazy even by myself. I was calling myself crazy because I was saying Robbie Anderson was a string. I mean, it's kind of it was kind of easy because of Atlanta, but I'm saying I was like, I was like, they got rid of Joe Brady. And if you're a smart organization, you're like, we fired him because he wasn't using the guy we're paid a big a big bag to. You feel me? They paid me. Rob in the offseason, not to not use him. I wasn't I wasn't on last week, or I would have been the one agreeing with you. And I got called crazy for the same shit. But I was telling everyone, yeah, uh Robbie Anderson, he's I had him as uh, one of my sleepers. Yeah. He was he was the stream he was the stream being last week, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, about it. I would still temper my expectations chasing down the stream being now if we if we missed out on it because like I said partly I mean, a, a big part of it was he was playing Atlanta and they're they're really bad except outside of like AJ Terrell in their secondary you know what I mean and what up Jarrett shout out to the Houdat Nation he yeah. said CMC isn't draftable as RB1 or two anymore too injury prone he's probably not gonna go one or two anymore but he might go number three or number four or number five he's gonna be that third round he's gonna be 2022's joe mixon you know what i'm talking about because i I was even gonna say like 2017 todd Gurley. i like that but see i I, let's see there's too many there's too many components like i want to see what kind of coach they're gonna bring in to really jump out the window like that like because i was excited for joe brady because he was creative i don't know what he did this year he kind of like outcoached himself, or, or everyone knew, everyone expected shit now. Because last year, I mean, every he, they caught everyone off guard. Yeah. Purposes, you know what I mean? And it was Teddy B. And it's not like it was Teddy B. Because then it's not like he went over over there to the Broncos and like everyone's eating over there. No, it was a system. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I, it's really important for me to know what system they're going to put in play there for me to be like, all right, seems he's the guy. You know why we like Joe Mixon? Not only because he's and I and this is this is debatable because I'm and I'm on I'm on the side that I believe he's a top five talent at the running back position. Joe Mixon, he's a phenomenal route runner. You know what I'm saying? He's like he's like better Le'Veon Bell, right? But he couldn't stay healthy. And the reason we do like him is because Zach Taylor's there. Zach Taylor was in the building with Sean McVay all those years. Todd Gurley was awesome. You know what I mean? So there, there there's little components here that where it's like okay. This CMC is a real value here this year, like you know what I mean. Like oh, like if, say they bring over like a um, uh uh uh, damn. Say say they bring over like one of one of um Cliff Kingsbury's disciples or something like that, or maybe even um, what was his name, Eric Bieniemy or something like that. Someone like real creative, I'll be like hell yeah, I'm on CMC. Other otherwise, I think he's also in that range where he's old now. He's getting to the age and the mileage is there. Like, is he, he's, you got to think, hey, man, we're paying this guy not to be hurt. You got to think they're going to use, like, a, a chuba or somebody. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not just going to be him 85% of the time anymore. I, I refuse to believe that. Yeah, and, and, and you know, to that point, uh, for, for sure, I think that uh, – because uh, what he's saying here is, you know, an RB1, RB2 overall. Absolutely, I agree. I don't, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan Taylor's up there. Um, you know, we might even be speaking about Najee Harris, you know, at some point up there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think CMC is still a first round guy, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he's a number one or number two, regardless of the system, just because I think, you know, you're right. He's getting older. He's, uh, uh more injury prone at this point. And I just, yeah, I'm, uh, 
I'm worried I about him. Not not a number one or two first round, but he's definitely a back end RB one still for me. Like he's gonna be yeah, he's gonna be finished like twelve. Oh. Uh, he's gonna finish like you know he's a top fifteen back. There you go. Yeah, I'll, this I'll is why everyone needs to play in a super flex league because that's where you might be able to get CMC at a value. <laughs> you just play in a regular one QB league, he's going in the first round. Might yeah, be definitely. the middle, might be the end. But yeah. you get in a super flex league, now's where you might see him drop to the end of the second. Maybe randomly ends up in the third because people are really just off him so much. But uh yeah, that's why you gotta get into some super flex leagues. If you if you get one of those later pickers later picks in that round uh, in the first round, then you could go uh you could go CMC and get your quarterback and boom, there you go. Will the Cowboys go to the NFC championship game? Says second take extra. I don't think so. Especially not now as much as they're they're banged up to shit right now. Because we're talking about they're going to have to go through. I mean, either the Cardinals, Packers, or Buccaneers more than likely. Yeah. Um. Will they Will they go to the NFC championship game? Yeah, I see. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's possible, but yeah, I know. I think you're right. I think with, there's too many uh, obstacles in there. I think if I was to say uh, on a scale of one to ten, I'll give them a four because they, they like I said, they might not. They're not going to go no higher than the third seed or no lower than the fourth because I'll be damned if they don't win this fucking division because there is yeah. a. Nice- Area where the, the oh, yeah, no, they'll win the division easy. Yeah, yeah, it's not even. I don't even think it's mathematically possible for them to lose it at this point. Well, 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 they would have to lose, they would have to lose a game and then Washington win out, you know what I mean? So, a game and then then also get beat by Washington. So, they need two losses, I should say. Yeah, but see, I mean, Washington and the Eagles play each other this week and yeah, they play I'm each other saying. again. So, I mean, there's a lot that would need it, to happen. They could lose out, and I don't think that anyone can. They, they just need Washington to lose this week and they win this week then the, the division's theirs this week yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. but well eagles are tied with washington so whichever one of them wins it's still mathematically possible for one more week after this week no matter what unless the cowboys uh if the cowboys win then it's then it's over also hit, hit that lord christmas <laughs> hold on hold on where is it ah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Listen, they're going to end up playing the Rams in the first round. Or maybe, you know, my crazy old Wiley Niners can get in there. Or our Niners, me, me, and, me and Ty. Over hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, we. I think it's going to come down to that last game between the Rams and the Niners. I think the, that's a, the winner takes the fifth seed. No, no, well, see, either way, as I'm saying, like, as long as we in that thing, so I'm not I'm not mad because the road, the, the destiny is a road that we ain't steering, right? But but when it comes to having your destiny in your hands, right, that the Cowboys definitely do with this division, like they're locked into the playoffs already. You know what I mean? I like what they need to do is get healthy. How do you do that? Maybe if you're locked in or when you're locked in, you just sit everybody. You feel me? And let Cooper Rush get like valuable reps. And let fucking and let them figure out because did you hear? Uh, so uh, I text hustle this my my one of my man shout out to my my guy Nancy that's my bro right there he um he uh, he sent me some shit uh, it was it was about how they're they're toying with the idea of running Micah Parsons as a, as a secondary uh, running back because he played running back in college, in high school and like I went and looked it up bro 
You know what I'm saying? And he had like 1,200 yards rushing. And he had like 27 TDs. I was like, oh, shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they might be. But see, this also tells me this. If you think about, if you're toying with this idea, that's how hurt your backfield is. You know what I mean? Zeke's all the way beat up. You know what I mean? And sluggish. How's that work for IDP, eh? That would be I mean, awesome. You'd have a fucking, you'd have, I mean, what? he's a secondary option. That means something has to happen to Zeke. And I don't think like, or maybe he is getting in there eight, eight, uh, eight to nine carries in a game. You know what I mean? Like getting like the Tony Pollard type of uh, workload on the ground. You know what I mean? But, but Pollard is on route to play. So I'm just saying, this is what they were toying with. They were toying with this idea of him, you know, perhaps if, if, if Pollard can't go. And he would, it would just be icing on the cake. Whatever points he got for offense, he would that would just be added to his, you know, overall yeah. total. Well, I think I think if they were to do it, it'd be kind of like a bus sort of thing, where it'd just be like, you know, goal line situation. They just need someone to bust through the line to get the touchdown, something like that. I could see them doing that, but otherwise, yeah, uh, I think Pollard's coming back. It's just gonna be those two guys. Yeah, Keeping Pollard. And uh, Jonathan said, I just picked up A.J. Green. Would you start him over Higgins, Ayuk, Parker, Osborne? I'm going to drop one of them eventually because I put Carter on my IR and other receivers are Chase and Renfro. Huh. I think as of right now, I think I want to start Ayuk out of this uh, out of this bunch. I do Ayuk like or Higgins. Green, no, but I, I mean, I don't really know who to drop over there. Yeah, it's tough. If I'm I'm leaning if if I have to. I see the thing is if you're you over those guys, yeah, I, I'd want all of those guys over green personally. Okay. Here's here's my Iuke, here's my Iuke uh breakdown right here. Check this out. This is good. I was thinking about this this morning. So when Mitchell's not there, Debo's a running back. When Debo's a running back, Iuke gets all the looks and Kittle gets all the looks. Like mm-hmm. Debo Makes those guys a Devo as a running back makes all those guys startable yeah. fantasy. Yeah. I think you were in the matrix earlier when I was saying the six exact same thing. Oh, word, See, yeah, look. like almost word for word, dude. <laughs> right. See, that's awesome. You and I, man, Sagittarius is right real. here, bro. I might have, I might have grabbed it from the source field this morning when I was thinking about it. On and by source field, I mean the shitter, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't call my Sunday morning show the Tinker Stinker Power Hour for nothing. <laughs> and Evan, he says, need uh, need help, guys. PPR, play three. Eckler, Jacobs, Mitchell, Monty, CEH. So Eckler, if he plays, which it Eckler sounds like he's on plays, track absolutely. to play. Yeah. Um, yeah Jacobs. Yeah. I think with with all the, the, the guys out uh, for Cleveland, I think it's going to be all right game for Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Here's son, where's your goal? And I mean, I want Mitchell if he plays. We just don't know if he's going to play as a Mitchell. Right. If he plays, likely he's not playing. So I, I'm uh, see. Then it's between Monty and Ceh. And I, I'd, I'd go Monty because you'd have to play Ceh on Thursday. So if yeah. I would go Eckler, yeah. Jacobs, and Mitchell, hey, then listen. if Mitchell doesn't play, you got Monty. Hey, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. Plus, uh, Monty's uh, matchup's pretty good against Minnesota, giving up the lo- 11th most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know in 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 a good matchup, he does well. So yeah, I like Monty as the third guy there. Yeah, it's it's definitely Eckler, the Fresh Prince of Hell Air, and and my man Monty Burns because I really like the Fresh Prince. I like all these guys are in smash spots. You know what I mean? All of them are in smash spots. You know what I'm saying? 
all they're all in, 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 in great fantasy situations. All these all these defenses. Other, other than it being a Thursday game for Clyde, yeah, I mean I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But see, I like Clyde because he's so fresh. You feel me? That's why I call him the Fresh Prince of Hell Air. But in this case, he's fresh. He's he's. It's like it's like another version of AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones right now, where they're giving like the t- like they're giving work enough work to Daryl Williams that when they bring in a fresh Clyde, he's ki- like it's all the money downs. That's why he just scored. All he did was score TDs. You know what I mean? And on top of that, this is a bad run defense, and it could be a shootout potential. He's been used in the passing game. I like it. Let's see. For Eric, uh, Eric Nava said a two QB league, half PPR, Big Ben, Justin Fields this week. Big Ben. Yeah, who do they who do they play? Steelers versus Titans. Yeah, and then Fields is playing the Vikings. The Titan the Titans secondary's ass. Yep. If it, honestly, if they weren't facing the Titans, I probably would say Fields, but against the Titans, dude, yeah. I like Big Ben there. The Titans are gonna make it a game. On, on a you know what I'm saying the Titans are going to make it a game where, where Ben's going to have to throw like here's here's how here's what you do with Big Ben you start him and you tune in in the fourth quarter because then that's when he's going to do all the work you know what I mean yeah they're playing from behind losing time of possession yep. battle they just got to go they got to go throw that's what ha- that's how it goes down and then on top of that you look at Fields you know it's a division it's a division matchup it's two teams that are going to run the ball it's going to be a sluggish like a, a slow sluggish game you're going to need Fields to run around a lot. You know what I mean? Because he's not, and, gonna- and you'll get that. You'll get that, but probably not as much as you normally would, because it's not going to be freed up. Because you know he's uh, going to be stopped in the passing game. They're going to be looking for that. So yeah, I agree. Oh, oh, oh. Antonio said my favorite hits were Elijah Moore and Michael Carter. Dynasty Jets fan and me took them. There we go. Love it. I, I took Michael Carter in a, in a couple of my dynasties because you had the uh, the Niner regime going over there. You know what I mean? You had Mike LaFleur, the you know, the the stepchild, the evil stepchild, you know what I mean? He was bringing that Shanahan zone scheme. So eventually it's going to work. You know what I mean? And I mean, we already saw it. You know what I mean? Yep. And Jonathan said, thoughts on uh, A.J. Green with Hopkins out uh, playing Detroit. Could be the ceiling uh, wide receiver one, potentially, but I, well, I think he- he's probably getting more, more of a wide receiver too. Got to lower our expectations. Yeah I-, yeah, I mean, like, listen, Getting a okay, here you go. getting a hundred yards. Whoa, whoa, son! Getting a hundred yards and seven receptions. You know what I'm saying? I, I, a lot of that is due to because, uh, not not due to, but due to, uh, Nuke being on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, it, it's kind of hard to. I, I like your. I, I'd say even like more like a w, a solid wr three. You know what I mean? Go. Let's see here. We got Chris said, uh, "Would you play Kyler Murray or Tua?" Go on, Kyler. Give me killer Kyler. Oh yeah, definitely all the way. I mean, Tua's got a great matchup, but you're not starting him over Kyler. I don't think. No. Listen, they're playing Detroit. They're gonna murder them. (laughs) And James Conner, fuck you, James Conner, miss a game. So now (laughs) Kyler. Run all them things in. There you go. Antonio said, if Darnold starts, I don't trust anyone on the Panthers. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Except DJ Moore. Yeah, he was the only one he was peppering, but that was still a long time ago. And Life in Sports Talk with Jake said, isn't Kyler done till the playoffs, though? Unless you heard something that I didn't. No, Jake, don't let that be true. 
That's they not want that first round. They want that uh, number one overall. Yeah, they still got stuff to play for. Yeah, it's uh, it's Hopkins that's out. Yeah, let's see. And Craig said Sony Michelle or Hilliard. I'm not playing Hilliard. Not after last week. No, I call. I, I've been telling people that for the last two weeks. Everyone's been on Hilliard. I'm like, no, it's Foreman, because uh, people were, were citing like his number. He had one big run where he got a touchdown. That's great. But Foreman was the one that was getting all the carries. The guy yeah. had over a hundred yards a week ago, and then this this past week he fucking killed it. Uh, yeah, I, I like Sony Michelle because if Henderson doesn't play, boom. You know, you've you've got a starter right there. If he does play, you still got a flex play there. So Michelle, when you're that Titans backfield with Jeremy McNichols back, it was literally thirty one percent of the snap share, thirty three percent of the snap share. It was literally 30-30-30. We I, I don't even want to fuck with none of them. No. If Foreman doesn't fall into the end zone, he's a bust. Yep. At Big least Kong. that can Big move Kong. the ball. Yep. Big Kong said Mike Williams logged a full practice, left off the injury report. Let's go. I made the phone call. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, take him off of it. Here you go. Austin says, do y'all agree that Brady is the GOAT? No, I don't agree with that. Fuck yes. (laughs) Wow. My hey, my in in my standards, my in my rules, the GOAT is Joe Montana because he never lost it. But in this era, like all like people that like, make some arguments, all oh, it's different eras. Like, okay, I'll use that argument. In this era, he's the goat. Yeah, but that I mean, you're LeBron. talking about an era thing in that in that kind of case. And what I'm saying is, like, if you if you're talking all time, first of all, Joe Montana has uh, been undefeated in the Super Bowl, four mm-hmm. rings, uh, you know, zero losses. That's, uh, that's, that that right why. there is a big, you know. Uh, a big I point. A lot of people say, "Hey, yeah, but he had uh, Jerry Rice." Okay, but not for the first two. So, you know, what are we going to say about that? Uh, you know, Joe Montana grew, uh, was uh, playing during an era where you could hit the QB and <laughs> it's not a problem. You, you know, he was playing in a much rougher era. I think that if you play put the two of them in the same era, I think uh, Joe Montana is uh, is is better. That's that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I, I the cheating with- scandals uh, with uh, the Patriots that that taints taints it a little bit i like i actually used to hate brady and now i kind of i'm okay with him now that he's on a on a team that's not doing that shit so uh you know but i still think that that montana was the greatest but then again i'm probably biased because i'm a niners fan yeah growing up growing up as as a niner as a niner fan right my whole family all the shit right you know what i'm saying like when even when joe montana went to the chiefs my dad like was just he loved the chiefs because joe montana was there you know what i mean like my dad loved the Raiders when Jerry Rice went there. I'm not I'm not my dad though. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck the Raiders. You know what I mean? But like the Chiefs, they always had a special place in my heart. And he took them to the he took them to the title game. You know what I mean? So that that's that's no one no one can say like, oh, it was just Bill Walsh or his scheme, or it was just Jerry Rice or no, nah, he went took the Chiefs to the title game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's for me, it's Joe. Mon- For me, it's Joe Montana. Also, doesn't have to do anything with the 49ers or anything because I don't like the 49ers. He's four. <laughs> he's four and zero. Oh, and look at what he did. I mean, he just he puts it up all the way. Puts up points. Puts up yards. Doesn't matter how many points are up by. Brady's game managing the whole time, living off the defense. And even in this past one, won it because of the defense. The offense didn't have to do that much. They only gave up nine points to the best offense in the league. 
And uh, that's how good their defense there, was. It's two, always three, been the defense for Brady. There's three, three Super Bowl performances from Brady that were impressive to me. The first one was against the Seahawks. He actually threw four touchdown passes in that game against the Legion of Boom in their heyday, right? And, yeah, they got lucky. Those dumbasses didn't run it with Lynch, right? Then the, the second one was obviously the 28-3. and three. That's just fucking amazing. I don't give a fuck if you hate Brady. You better, you better fucking kill yourself after that one because, man, he was good. And 28 to 3. You feel me? And then the other one was the loss to the Eagles. He put up like 500 yards of offense. It's just, you know, he, all, all his, him as a passer, it's all in the last decade. You know what I mean? Or actually going back to 2007, I'll say when he got Randy Moss, he was like, oh, shit. And then after Randy Moss, he'd been making everybody produce like the Randy Moss. You know what I mean? Now, now that's why him winning the Super Bowl last year didn't fucking surprise me because he went there and he had Chris fucking Godwin, who has God and win in his fucking name. So there's that. Then he had Mike Evans. Then they're like, hey, you know what? We're not done yet. Get Leonard Foreskin over here. You know what I mean? They gave him everything and the defense. Probably going to win it again this year. And no matter what anyone says, the rules have been changed, like literally for Tom Brady. That year that he goes out for the year, is it a coincidence that they literally changed that rule to make it, you know, an illegal hit the next year? Mm -hmm. Like if if the rules would have applied right now, you know, like they did, would have been the same for Montana. Montana took that took him that ended up taking him out of, of, of his career. I mean, in half the time, half the time that Brady played. That's he produced what he produced. That's what I'm saying. If you extrapolate that into the same amount of time as Tom Brady, I'm sure you'll be seeing you. You'd see just as many, if not more, championships. You'd see and and probably less losses. Um, but you know, again, it's all speculation. It's all opinion. But for those of us that saw it happen at the time, I mean, I know we all did. Dude, I mean, fucking Montana. Just like he could, he could. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the situation was. If they were down twenty-eight to three, I'm sure he would have brought them back too. You know, it's 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 a sad thing that we don't get to live in a world where we can just put them in the same fucking league at the same time at their at their peaks and watch it happen. Well, here was one. I think it might have been his last one where they were winning like I don't know, twenty-eight to like fourteen or like something at halftime, and then he ends up, you know, putting up a fifty burger, you know, on it, and like you know, if you give the and but the, and the other team only scored like a touchdown on yeah. top of that, so they never coasted. Yeah, we that was a, I think we fucked we fucked up we fucked up John Elway on that one. That that was that one then. Yeah, fifty-five then, to ten. Yeah, and then and then we just yeah. like. See, the Niners in the Super Bowl is just domination. I was devastated when we, like, okay, in New Orleans, and we're marching down the field, Kaepernick's, like, and I'm telling my mans, I'm like, can you fucking feel it? This is what we do, right? <laughs> Niner history. We go down, and we get it. When we did it, when we, we go for it on fourth, and, it, you know, it's game's over, I'm fucking dumbfounded. I'm like, whoa. That never happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because until surreal. that moment, when the Niners get in the Super Bowl, undefeated. Until yeah. that moment. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. That whole though on fucking Crabtree, I'm telling you. And then look how it just continues. Jimmy G overthrowing freaking Emmanuel Sanders, right? Oh, Jesus. Right? Now, listen, that last one, we, listen, I believe in karma. When they, when they took that goddamn picture in the end zone, it was a wrap. 
That was too early because what was the score at that time? Here's what's fucking bullshit about that Super Bowl, by the way, which I watched from uh, the uh, the NICU while my daughter was, you know, had some shit. Yeah. She was born a couple days before that. And I'm in the NICU. I have my fucking thing. I'm watching my Niners play on the, the team that was was flagged for the most holding penalties in the regular season got zero Zero calls for holding, even though they were very clear fucking hold. Like there was, I, I I've seen videos of like, you know, ten different fucking holds that were right in front of the referee that were fucking egregious that they did not call. Dude, bullshit. The fucking Niners had that fucking game. Spoken like a true fan, I know, but still. And A Bell says C E H or Donta Foreman. I'm going uh, C E C H C H. Let's see. Anna says, thoughts on a better waiver wire stats for week 16 and 17. AJ Green, Antonio Bound, or Devontae Parker would have to drop Gage for one of them. Osborne not on the list. I think Thielen will be back. I wouldn't drop Gage. First of all, Thielen not coming back, but I but I would get rid of Gage. I, that was fun while it lasted for anyone. You know what I'm saying? I, you get, you get a, two good games out of him, and then he's back yeah, to normal. I'll go grab um, – I mean, I would just grab – I would grab um damn who who was it again? Uh AJ Green, Antonio Brown, Devonta Parker. Oh yeah, I'm grabbing AJ Green. I'm going Antonio Brown. Is he coming back? I don't think he's coming back though. We're, we're oh, wait, Osborne, Osborne not on the list. I think I honestly I like Osborne. <laughs> he can come back in week 16. He's uh um, um all, all hey, David. Yeah, David talked about it earlier, how Bruce Aarons is going to, like, he's still got to make his decision on what's going to happen. Hey, you know what? He's going to sit him down. He's going to be like, look here, Jack. You can't be jaw jacking and doing all that nonsense over here. You hear me, son? (laughs) As a stash, as a stash alone, I agree. I'd say Antonio Brown because he's the one that if he does come back, you know, it's money. But as a stash, I agree with that. If you need someone to pick up and play right away, it's got to be either uh, – I, I don't even – I'm not even on Parker. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Green or Osborne. Because she even said it here. Thoughts on a better stash for week 16 and 17. So this isn't even about playing anyone right now. I will say yeah. Parker – I will say Parker, like – and I was always hating on Parker. And when I looked at it, in the games that he's played with Tua, like they go to him damn near – Every time on third down, it's it's crazy. Yeah, fucking like that. And JC Money, uh, he threw in the super chat. Good looking, bro. I got you that extra entry. And he said Brock Osweiler's agent is the goat. Hell yeah. I mean, what's even funnier? You know what's even funnier? I mean, I don't know. I I mean, the uh, the Broncos. I mean, they shouldn't have re picked him back up. But to see him leave. And like be back on the team in less than twelve months for like whatever the league minimum is. <laughs> hilarious. They won. They they definitely won. Like we told you, kid. We told you. He got these big old deals, but I, I don't even think the guarantees are that much. I mean, I think it was like thirty or forty million, something like that. He yeah. got like a ninety million dollar contract or eighty something million. I think they did. The guarantee was like twenty something million over two years or whatever. You know what I mean? It was something. It wasn't that crazy. But I mean, he was worth a league minimum though. Oh yeah, no. When he came back, yeah, he was he was getting he was getting yeah, like who the, yeah, who the fuck was his agent? I gotta give him a call. At the time, what was that like nine hundred thousand or something? Like Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, let me see. 
Whereas, oh, the league minimum for QB. Actually, no, nah, it's more than that. Yeah, was, uh, so he got a four-year, $72 million deal. That's what it was. <laughs> Damn. $21 million guaranteed the first year, and then 16 guaranteed the end yeah. year. So they got rid of him after the first year. Yeah. <coughs> so still, and you're 20. Based on what the fuck shit? Well, well okay, I, I'm going to give him this much. Who's giving based, him that money and why? Based that was, on that was the Texans. Look how stupid they no, are. I mean, I know, that, that, but that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, what the hell? No, no, the bro. See, here's the thing: is because Kubiak's system. It, this was Gary Kubiak over there. It's very quarterback friendly. You know what I mean? They'll make anybody look good. Even Payne Manning, you know, without the HGH, didn't look too good in 2015. But he was playing in Kubiak's system. It, it's predicated on the run game, wide zone schemes, just like Mike Shanahan, just like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but if you polish a turd, it still smells like shit. You know, yeah, no, but see, and trying to do, baby. It was the eight <laughs> games, it was like six games when uh, uh, Payne Manning had the plantar fasciitis in 2015. You know what I'm saying? So he basically game managed my whole long, unnecessary long point is he he parlayed those those six starts into a uh, into a contract with with Bill O'Brien. And you know what's the shining the shining win in that little stretch was the Sunday nighter in the snow against New England. So here's Bill O'Brien like, yeah, if you could beat Bill, I want that kid. You know what I mean? I still think the best the best contract ever was uh, was Matt Flynn getting that three three mil twenty six million dollar uh, or three year twenty six million dollar contract, and then he didn't even start like one game for the team. Like <laughs> off of that one game, just that one game that he probably yeah. still holds the records for. Jesus, who's that? Threw for like, oh, that's so funny. Threw for like almost 600 yards in that game or something, week 17. Is that Matt Flynn? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. who? Uh, I'm trying to remember who else parlayed their shit. I mean, when you have a good – okay, Terrell Pryor, bro. Terrell Pryor, I don't know. Like, he would just parlay one good performance into like being a quarterback and into being like a receiver and, you know what I mean, running back. <laughs> It's just like there's these guys that just like they get a bag somehow, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah, and Terrell Pryor is just a weirdo because he turned down a four-year, thirty million dollar contract um, before leaving for Washington, only to sign a one-year, six million dollar contract. Well, you know, what I man, you know, cocaine's one hell of a drug, man. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, so Matt Flynn, it was 480 yards and six touchdowns. Jesus. <laughs> you know, Turned that, in, was, that was his career right there, and he got paid for it. Journeyman ever shit. Still a career journeyman. And uh, Life in Sports Talk with Jake said, uh, like when people want to compare Steph Curry to Jordan now, yeah, completely different. Steph yeah. Curry's a shooter. That's it, period. And he's great at it. I mean, I'll give him that. And then people say, oh, he's the greatest shooter of all time. I'm like, eh, that's just because Lillard's having an off year. <laughs> I mean, they, hey, listen, man. It just all comes from the Bay, right? Hey, shout out to Dame. You know what I mean? Dame Dalla. You feel me? He got bars, too. Let's see. <laughs> Niner uh, MMA said, I hate Jacoby Jones for life. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. And let me see. Hold on. There was another one up here. 
fuck Jacoby Jones. I came out of that half after like the, the blackout. And I swear to God, listen, I mean, I don't know if there's statute of limitation is, but I was the one that pulled the plug. You know what I mean? Let me I cut the lights out. I was like, we need to figure this thing out. I had a feeling that was you. And then and then we come out of the darkness and Jacoby Jones runs that thing back. Fuck Jacoby Jones. And while we're on that hype, fuck Travis Homer too. <laughs> Fuck him. And and Savvy said uh, yeah. start Kirk or AJ Green. I think I'm going AJ Green over Kirk. I'm a Kirk guy, uh, and I'll tell you. Well, uh, since last season, it's been kind of like he's he's had this connection with Kyler Murray. The two of them have been. Th- I said that that was going to happen this year. Now, of course, you know you had uh, Hopkins in there, and he was doing his thing. You got so many mouths to feed there, but there were a lot of times when when people were down, when the chips were down. I saw it was Christian Kirk. Seem to be the guy, like his security blanket. And I see that happening uh, uh, the rest of the season. I, I'm a Christian Kirk guy. Christian Kirk is definitely the, the when, when, they, when they go three wide or four wide, uh, he's always the guy that goes unaccounted for because, like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green just draw so much attention. You know what I mean? But, like, I'd say this week against the Lions, I don't think you could lose with either of them. I, I just think, like, the safer floors with AJ Green as far as targets and receptions, and then the big play is, is going to come from uh, uh, Christian Kirk. Like, that's what you need. You need the big play. Well, he's probably going to get, like, four or five targets versus, like, you know, the seven to, you know, possibly 12 targets that A.J. Green's going to see. You know what I mean? Here's a good one here from Niner MMA. He said, excluding Rice, Montana, Young. Roger Craig. No, he's the no. first one. Um, that... I'm gonna say, oh, uh, wait, no, it's, it's, I'd say it's, Ronnie uh, Lott too. And the best of all time, I'm gonna say, uh, Ronnie Lott, yeah. Because, see, this is why I say Roger Craig, he was the first to go all purpose to Thou Wow, you know what I mean? A thousand on the ground, thousand through the air. Oh, he was great. I fucking love me some Roger Craig. You yeah. kidding me? <laughs> but Ronnie Lott, Ronnie Lott's the legend. He fucking, fucking cut his finger fucking off, fucking cut his pinky off, dude. right? Like, dude, fuck. yeah, yeah, they broke it like. He had one of them little Russell Wilson looking joints, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Cut it off. Like put, you know what I'm saying? Cut it off. Fucking put a tourniquet, whatever the fuck you had to do. Put the glove on and finish the game. Yeah. One they switched the safety and fucking blew up that goddamn position. Like it's never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Greatest of all time, in my opinion, as far as that goes. Yeah. And then um, and then I have to say Terrell Owens, man. If we're not saying Jerry Rice or any of the motherfuckers, and then I'll say Frank Gore because Frank Gore became like he transcended football. He became the immortal one. Where it's just like now he's in the all time, he's top ten in the all time rushing totals. You know, Dude, yeah. Like, we can't we can't sleep on that. And it was However, still more than more than half of his career was with the Niners, right? Exactly. But I'm just saying though, like even like life after the Niners, like we all rooted for him because he was getting you know, he would like I, I was I was there at the game when he when he got ten thousand against the Eagles. You know what I mean? When he reached ten thousand, I was like, Oh shit, Frank the tank got ten thousand. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Frank Gore and Patrick yeah, Willis were the ones that actually made me like the Niners because uh fantasy football, that's why I started getting into fantasy football. Frank Gore, I was always trying to get him on my squad because he Frank was a man. Tank. And Patrick Willis, like, dude, dude I mean just that's what I was talking. gonna say, man. Big Pat, my man, big Pat. He, I see him as being like a defensive version of Calvin Johnson. He retired before he could be as great as he could be. I think I think Patrick Willis. Uh, you know, he he. I understand why he did it. I get it. 
But still, man, that guy was a fucking beast. Love me some Patrick Willis. Yeah, man. I love that whole – the whole squad was so dope. It was uh, – I mean, you know, the Cowboy Justin Smith, uh, Alden Smith, you know, Ahmad Brooks, uh, Navarro Bowman to, to go along Dude. with – Go along with Willis, and then we had go. We had go. Deshaun Golson and Dante mm-hmm. Hittner, bro. Whitner, yeah, like, yeah, fucking nasty. Fucking up in that like, shit. Patrick Willis. I mean, if you take away his last year, because that Jimmy. one was an injury riddled season, he only played six games. If you take away that season, the only year that he didn't go over a hundred combined tackles was 2011, where he hit 97. And yeah, one of dude, those years, 174. 174 combined tackles like in in 2007 is rookie year. Woo. Everyone wants to talk about sacks dude, but when you can put up tackle numbers like that, that's fucking legendary. You know what's really you know what was really uh really funny is like, you know, I'll, I'll dig and I'll find some shit. And I found out like years later that like Peyton Manning really did want to come to the Niners, but he just straight up told Jim Harbaugh, I run on offense, I got this. And he had a big problem with that. And it's funny because then I went even deep dive a little more. I think life after the Colts, I mean, life after Jim Harbaugh with the Colts, it was Peyton Manning they moved on to and drafted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm remembering the timeline right, but, like, I wouldn't doubt that there's some little, you know, he's like, fuck you. Fuck you, Peyton. I'm calling the plays. He's like, nah. Mm-mm. He's like, you see this big old terabyte that I call ahead? You know what I mean? And seeing even now, like you look at that, like is Tom Brady the goat? Tom Brady's not out there, you know, co- you know, planning this entire offense. Like this is Bruce Arians' offense. Tom Brady may change some calls here and there, and check, you know, change things at the line or whatever. But I mean, and he, you know, he's he's definitely. I think any good quarterback like has a say. If you're just like if you're running a system, like Zach Wilson, don't have no fucking say. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm sure he has, uh, like, a saying, like, the preparation for the week and shit like that. Okay, I guess. But you get what I'm saying, though? Like, you know, like, yeah. these guys have a staff, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, like, they're in there, like, this is what we like to do. We're going to do this more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they definitely got to be involved like that, right? And, like, yeah. for someone like Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? You see him all the time call audibles and shit. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I don't yeah. like it. You know what I mean? We're doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, their offensive coordinator is Byron Leftridge. I feel like, He's like new Adam Gaze. Like, when the fuck are you really doing, Byron Leftwich? You're doing <laughs> your new Adam Gaze because Adam Gaze. See, remember we we're talking about guys who had a success and then parlayed it into like uh, other jobs they probably shouldn't have deserved. Was Adam Gaze? He was the offensive coordinator for for Payne Manning, and it's like, boom, we parlayed that to a uh, to to a head coaching gig at, at one point. You know what I mean? Like, when really it was Fugazi, and it, it yeah. was the quarterback. And I think. It is Bruce Arians and Brady. Like, it's a combination of what they like to do. We're seeing Brady religiously take shots down the field. You know, a year ago, going into Tampa Bay, people were like, oh, Brady's arm fell off. He can't play in Bruce Arians' system. Bruce Arians likes to call the big one down the field, Jack. And then he came in stretching the field. It was one of the more accurate deep passers last year. It's fucking crazy. Avocados give me money. Nigel, what up? Good looking on the super chat, bro. He said, pick one flex. Devontae Parker, Gallup, Royce to 5'9", Freeman, Dearness Johnson, Myers, and then pick one tight end, Gasicki or Schultz? If I'm I got- like Gallup and then Gasicki. 
Yeah, <clears throat> I think that that Gallup is a choice out of there. I think you know you got to go uh, with one of Dax guys the way they've been playing and everything. You fucked it. I, I just the, like the the, the, the Dallas Dax. Yeah, I'm going with Gallup on that one. And then Gasicki, I I gotta agree with that. I think uh, you know I, people are scared of him because he's put up two goose eggs this way. Yeah, we call him Mike Gusegi. But the thing is, is he you know he's still he's getting attention. Uh, he's getting. He's getting targets uh, uh, up the wazoo. He got 11 last week, or the last week that they were playing, uh, week 13. Now, this week they've got uh, the Jets, who give it up the eighth most fancy points to tight ends. I mean, they're, they're fucking bleeding at that position. They're bleeding at pretty much every position. Um, you know, they gave up uh, you know 28.5 fancy points to Dallas Goddard. You know, fucking A, dude. <laughs> uh, I love that all day. Schultz is... Um, you know, Schultz has his since everyone's been been healthy uh, with the with the Cowboys. I think uh, Schultz is kind of taking a little bit of a backseat there. So I like Gallup and Gesicki. Plus, which you're not going to want to play Gallup and Schultz at the same time. So there you go. I'm doubling down on the Dolphins. I'm going Parker and I'm going Gesicki on this. They're going to be getting uh, a lot of targets, both of them. Waddle's still going to get a lot of targets too. The offense pretty much runs through those three. And Stew. What up, bro? He said, uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Can't chat. Got to walk the pup, but I'm listening. Thanks for chiming in, Stu. Shout out to Stu. Oh, man, Stu. You're going to do it to me. He's going to do it to me. I'm I'm playing against him. We we went Uh back-to-back weeks. You know what I'm saying? I played him last week. Now now this one's we in the dance. There's, there's, There's no tomorrow after this one for one of us. Let's see. And I'm going up against James Coe. To start, I need to see if I could get uh, James Coe on the show some sometime this week. I need, and probably... Ed, I need Chase Edmonds to start, and then then that that because I don't like I don't like throwing. My team has to do so well that it compensates for James Robinson just basically being a handicap for me every week. You know what I mean? I just keep yeah. What's James What's James Coe up to? What's he doing now? What's his uh, What's his game? He got him and Matt Harmon got a thing on YouTube. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I love those yeah. guys. I gotta yeah. check them out then. Yeah, Matt Harmon is awesome. Matt Harmon is the shit, dude. I like Matt Harmon. Both friends of the show. Both both came and graced the show. Bring them on. Let's talk to them. Let's bring we bring them in the circle. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, they would, bro. Like anytime, anytime, like like Jake Silly. He when we were about to do a video game slash movie slash like nineties like just trivia show. He was like, I'm there whenever it is, and like. I remember when we were trying to toy with the idea. Remember we were trying to do a hustle before the year started and we just yeah out of time. But like, he was just like, just let me know when and where, like they like doing other shit besides his fantasy shit. You know what I mean? Like we're definitely going to do that show bogey. We're definitely going to do yeah. that. Show. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I want. I want to get going at least a few times, getting some of these, uh, some of these trivia shows. Cause that shit was fun. Even after, the, you know, what's crazy is every, every Sunday, um, Clock hits hits me and Peacock with uh, fantasy trivia on on the Sunday morning show. Nice. Yeah, so I told him I said, "Man, you need to compile like hell of them, and when the year is done, and you just you know like like name this player shit. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, that shit is fucking. It's crazy because we we track this shit so much that like you know what I mean it's it it'll make for great content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Lee Shakur, what up? So would you trade Nick Chubb and Russell Wilson for Josh Allen and Rashad Penny full PPR? I have Kamara and Jonathan Taylor. Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'd rather keep Nick Chubb also. Yeah, and then and for what it's worth, uh, for what it's worth, even when Russ came back, he's been, you know, outside of the Green Bay game, he's been put 
have 20 burgers for you. You know what I mean? There's 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 some 30 burgers on the schedule coming. Hey, he's been he's been heating it up. Yeah, he's been heating up the grill. You know, yeah, he's, 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 he's gonna start cooking any minute now. He did a little bit last week, but he's gonna be cooking like a fucking maniac in the next yeah. week or so. So probably, probably got some 30 burgers on the dock. They're playing against the Rams. They're gonna throw it a lot. And, and the Rams secondary, they're all COVIDed up. Like they're those are one of the facilities they had going like an emergency shutdown. Nobody come here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so you know he has that going, and then like he, you know, he has the Lions like to finish up the year, you know, because I mean? that's you know where you, that's the promised land. So I like that. Like Russell, what you get to the promised land, Russell Wilson's gonna he's gonna eat up that that uh, that, that that Lions defense. You feel me? Oh yeah, in the championship game, dude, he's gonna be fucking on fire. And Nick Chubb, man, the weather's cold. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, it's Christmas season outside. It's frightful, so delightful, all that shit. However the song goes. But Kareem Hunt, he's hurt. So, you know, expect a, a wintertime load from Nick Chubb. Like, I'm not making that trade. And this the person making this trade is smart. That's probably me sending that trade. Because like, that, 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 that's one of those Bogart-style trades where it's like, okay, Josh Allen, he's looking like he's banged up. I'm, I'm going to sell high on him. And really, Rashad Penny's throwing because we've only seen, like, one and a half good games from him, so it's just selling uh, 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 while the stock is extremely high. I like how you put that. Chubb's got a wintertime load. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris said someone dropped uh, Mike Williams. I picked him up play uh, today. If he plays, play him, right? Yep, and yeah. he got a full go at practice. So, Oh, yeah. Hey, stand up and take a bow. <laughs> and Uncle Buck said Gore, John Taylor, Dan Buns. It's, oh, dude, John I, Taylor is great too. I, I, I always, yeah, hell yeah. But every time you read his, his uh, username, I swear to God, it's Chubby Chase. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck who, who it really is. But to me, it's it's Chevy Chase from the motherfucking, from the beyond. <laughs> and uh, Niner MMA says Hitner. Yeah. yeah. Hitner, He's like a, John Candy. John Candy, that's who I meant. Thank you. All right, all right. I was going to say, okay. usually I'll just let that shit go, but I'm a John Candy fan. I love John no, Candy. Yeah, no, I knew I had it wrong <laughs> when I said it out loud because and because I was like f- from beyond because Chevy Chase is not dead yet, is he? Or is he dead? No, he's not. No. When you said yeah, that, I was, I was like, all right, I got to say something. I did. Yeah, John Candy, I don't want to disrespect him. I don't, like uh, being, I don't like being inaccurate. Thank you for correcting me. I was like, I knew I wasn't right. I don't like to be yeah, that guy, Uncle but you know, Buck, I'm a John Candy fan. John I had to say Candy. something. That's John Candy from the Beyond, bro. I was just watching Home Alone last night, and like, hell yeah, I love that he's got that cameo in there with the fucking yeah. polka guys and shit, dude. That's fucking good shit. He lets her know because see, what's funny is because they're on the road, so yeah. there, there, there's there, there's some uh, what's it called? There's some parallels here. She's a she's a terrible mother because she had she they're obviously workaholics. They got a big family. They forget their son. But yeah. he's talking about, no, you're, it's all about your journey back. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's what the metaphor is. And, and and the parallel is they're on the road away from their family because they're touring all the time. You know? Right, yeah. And I'm definitely going to bring this up because he wanted to give her a story to, like, compare and contrast to. And then he talks about when he left his kid at the funeral parlor <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you anything that shit was fucking ad lib, man. I bet you anything that was improv right there. 
I hope so, because that was so funny. And he was like, yeah, all day. And, Dude, you know, I, I, I was watching that scene last night thinking that, and I was <laughs> I was looking at Catherine O'Hara. I swear to God, she was trying to keep him corpse so bad. <laughs> I swear, oh, that was that must have been ad-libbed. That was so – Dude, John Candy's a fucking genius, man. Rest <laughs> in peace, my man. Yeah, and then what did he say? And then uh, she was like, did he get over it? And he was like, oh, yeah, kids are resilient, you know, after, yeah. a, couple years, after a couple years of therapy. Right. years <laughs> of therapy is all right. <laughs> and then and then they double back and do it again. And this time they don't know where he, where he went. And the airport's like a nightmare scenario, you know. Because you know, like, what are the odds? You know, two people with the exact same jacket going gun. popular jacket. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially where they are in Chicago, gotta have a thick coat like that. Mm-hmm. Same exact color, same exact height, <laughs> build, everything. Watch them shits back to back last night on Disney Plus. Just you know, doing doing my fantasy shit. Got that stuff going in the background. Like, yeah, this is the life. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tight because like my you know um my my son. It was the first time you know he's he's about to be three years old, but it's the first time he, we were watching Home Alone last weekend, and like you know the physical comedy of it is is what they he gets a kick out of. You know what I mean? Of like, course, of course. Rewind it. You know that's the only part that my son will watch. That's the only part Noble will watch right now is the end. <laughs> He cracks yeah. up. He dies laughing. Fucked up. <laughs> it's it's like hey, it's like the comedian Gallagher. You know, you just you, you watch all the fucked up crazy shit that happens at the end, and then when you're an adult, you appreciate the shit beforehand. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, my favorite, bro. I'm even dying right now thinking about it, bro. Is when the spider is like, he's like, Harry, don't move. With the crowbar. Oh, I die so hard till this day. Like my son dies, and it just makes me feel awesome. Like, <laughs> I, I'm fucking dude. D- Daniel, uh, 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 Daniel Stern scream with the when he puts oh, the spider on his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking scream! It's so good, dude. I laugh at this shit every fucking year. His eyes say it all, though, bro. <laughs> like, that's a good actor. That that was. Oh, dude, he was good. I love that guy. He's such a savage. Those guys are animals. And of course, Joe Pesci's the shit. We all know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joe Pesci would have killed that kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, he didn't even want to like that. Uh, he wanted it slow and sweet. He was like, first, I'm going to bite your fingers bite your off fingers all at one at a time. <laughs> hey, I believe know- that shit from Joe Pesci. <laughs> I don't think that was in the script. I think he's, I'm going to bite this fucking kid's fingers. <laughs> in part two, though, they make... Uh, they make Murray, uh, what's his name? Uh, Murray. They make him hella dumb. Uh, Marv? Marv. Marv. Yeah. Uh, it was a mixture of Harry and, and Marv. I'm fucking loving But uh, <laughs> they, You know, when they're in New York, where they like, yeah, at first, he's like, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. He's telling the whole plot. Like, yeah. They made him too stupid in that one. I agree. Yeah. I agree. As a kid, I, was, I used to be like, damn, what a prison do to him, bro? Like, he's just he's spilling the whole beans right now. Right. <laughs> Uh, the he had to lay it out for the kids on what they were gonna do, but then, but then number two did have uh, Tim Curry and Rob Schneider. So, you know, you know, you you give some, you get some. It's what it is. Yeah, and they're both good though. I was just saying it last night. I was saying like, hey, this is one of the few movies, like I, my opinion, where the first and second one are just as good. There's, it's, it's, it's great. I love them. <laughs> And and what is this Home Alone three nonsense? I've, I've never watched it and I never will. That shit. That shit tried to come on TV. I was like, fuck that. No. <laughs> oh, 
Well, see, here's and, and here's what I'm noticing though is like there's a lot of movies that came out when we were like before we were born and then they remade them. Movies that gone in 60 seconds, the longest yard, you know, yeah. like things like that. Like I used to not like those, but it's just because it's like made in like the newer generation. And um, I don't know, kids can connect with it a little bit more, I guess. I like, I listen, this is the first time I heard ever in the history of, of, of history that Gone in 60 Seconds was a remake. That's tight. Yeah, they, that was in like the 60s or the early 70s, mm-hmm. some shit like that. Just boosting hella whips, huh? Because, man, like, I, first of all, I love Nicolas Cage. He's one of my favorite monotone actors. When I say monotone, it's because like, they just, he just has one style. You know what I mean? He's the same guy in everything. You know what I mean? He's like the best over actor, even. You know what I mean? When he was like, what about having sex while boosting cars? <laughs> 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 Hey, you know, very monotone. <laughs> there's a good line in that movie. It's like a brother's love. It's a brother's love. <laughs> because it's like, that's what, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to do some, like, this guy's doing the ultimate crazy shit. And his brother's a fucking dumbass. Got him into this shit. But he got to do it because he loves his brother. You know what I mean? That was like, that's, yeah, I, I love that message right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to do it for your brother's. Let's see. Where's some other uh, questions? So we with the braids in there. Mm. <laughs> mm. Classic stuff. As a wee tyke, I like that a lot. <laughs> and JC Money said, so "What are your thoughts on Jakeem Grant, Visca, Rondell Moore, or Jakeem Grant?" He said he he doubled back to Jakeem Grant. Huh? Well, like, well, he said, "What are your thoughts on Jakeem yeah. Grant?" And then he gave and the three. He, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like a two part question there. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess out of all these guys, I, I think I'd be taking the shot on Jakeem Grant. Like, I, Rondell Moore doesn't have too much upside, whether uh, Hopkins plays or not. And Visca, we've already seen. Like, man, he's a he's a wayward yeah, child def- over there. It's definitely not Lavisca. It's it's really between the other two. And I'm going to take the other oh. side of it, and I'm going to say uh, Rondale Moore. Uh, just because of uh, – my guess is if you're trying to pick up one of these guys, they're not going to be someone that you're going to be having as a weekly starter. It's going to be someone that you're hoping is a, a lottery ticket that's going to pay off, someone that in the playoffs that could blow up, that you could use in the flex. And in that, in that case, um, I think Rondale Moore has the better – chance of that I, I just yeah you know i gotta see more from jakeem grant before i start believing that we we all know lavisca's kind of a bust so uh i i, I go for more on that one i think i think jakeem grant is awesome for fantasy you can, it's hard to trust those type of guys he's a gadget guy and then yep. even more hard to trust like first of all wouldn't you say they should scheme him up more like even like give him give him like Give him jet sweeps and shit like that. Like, do more shit with him where you're putting the ball in his hand already, right? But Nagy's a dumbass. So, like, that's the main thing. Look, at we got Allen Robinson comes back, right? He's like, hell yeah, I'm healthy. I'm back. And then they're like, Jakeem Grant all day. You know what I'm saying? That's because still, no matter what, uh, Robinson's getting the number one coverage. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. Like, Nagy from week to week, it's hard to, you know what I mean? At least... For the most part, Montgomery has been like solid. That's the one thing in their game days uh, was continuity. You know what I mean? Yeah. They well, did, I think, uh, but see, I mean that that kick return is really what what made the the big 
was was big for him last week. Otherwise, he had uh, one reception for forty six yards and, and that touchdown, and that was it. That was just the one. You know, you know, he, had, you know, he, he was fucking lucky last week. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, but Visca and Rondell Moore, they're just not lucky like ever. So, I mean, I'd rather go with the guy who at least the the sun shined on his ass like one time this season already. Hey, you know what JC Money's trying to do here, right? <laughs> See it? This is obvious. He's looking for a new Jamal Agnew, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he wants. He wants oh, it. <laughs> instead, instead of Agnew, he's gonna be yelling. <laughs> Uncle Dude, I'd Buck almost said, go with Treadwell over that, honestly. Yeah. And, Uncle, and Uncle, Buck, Uncle Buck said uh, Mixon yeah. and Montgomery is messing up. Should I go Foreman, Freeman, or Mitchell? No, I mean, if it, Montgomery and Mixon. Yeah, it's, it's not changing. Yeah. Because I'm definitely not playing Foreman or Freeman over them, and I mean, we don't and even know if Mitchell's going to play. And it's not that they're fucking up. It's that, you know, they got game scripted out to a degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were losing. The Bengals were losing to the Niners. You know what I'm saying? And and, and then on top of that, uh, 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 what is it called? Um, the, the Packers were smacking up. Like David Montgomery did most of it in the first half, and I'm hella happy that he did. And then he piled up a couple more receptions because the game script was negative. But like you know, we saw some Herbert in there. We saw some Damian Williams. A lot of Damian Williams actually in hurry up. So you know, there it's it, it's game script. I think this is a. Yeah. This is a smash spot for David Montgomery on a Monday night against uh, this this weak weak ass uh, Vikings run defense. But I, but I also want to say they lost. Uh, yeah, was it Jason Peters? Who's the lineman they just lost, bro? They lost the OG on their line this week, so I do worry a little bit about that. More so for Justin Fields, though. Yeah, and, but but uh, real quick, I just want to go back to that saying uh, uh, Mixon's got a bad matchup this week against Denver. So if yeah. Mitchell plays, sure, I would play Mitchell over Mixon personally. But otherwise, yeah, I'm just Mixon and, and, and Monty otherwise. And to be honest, if, if Mitchell goes, I'm trying to get him in the flex. I'm trying to rock all three of those running backs because because here's the thing. I, 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 like, I like the Bengals in this one against the Broncos. Like, I have them winning, so I like this. Even though it's a it's a it's a bad run defense, I mean, or a bad matchup for for Mixon, I think he's gonna get the volume here because it's gonna be a positive game script for them. Woo woo! And uh, Marv the Martian says standard format. I need one for the flex. Hollywood, AJ Green, Penny, Dylan, Parker. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with AJ Dylan. Yeah, I'll rock with AJ Dylan. It's close between Dylan and Penny for me, but um, I just, I don't like Penny's uh, matchup against the Rams this week. So in that case, uh, I mean, Dylan's it's it's just you can't go a matchup with that. It's just it's the Green Bay Packers. They do what they're gonna do. So uh, yeah, I think give the slight nod to Dylan this week. Yeah, I mean the Penny thing. Like I think we might have missed out on it. Like unless unless you get this. No. This Carol was saying he deserves to be the top guy, and I and I think that's what we've been waiting on is just for him to be healthy and put it together. I think I think a lot of people were on. I I personally was on Rashad Penny when he was you know first came into the league. He just he just couldn't get healthy. He couldn't exactly. get play, and now that he's got play. He's looking like the guy that we were you know expecting him that we we're wanting him to be. So if he continues that, that could be big. But yeah, I think uh, uh, Dylan is a, a safer bet. Here's one thing that. <clears throat> I'm not trying to will anything into existence. I'm just speaking from uh, mm-hmm. from 
history, and especially my own history. One of the worst, one of the worst feelings in the world is having your running back go down in the first quarter, and uh, you get zero points out of them or two points out of them. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just not trusting Rashad Penny to be that guy who's not going to get hurt. That's a good point. I, I usually don't try to call injuries, but with a guy like that, that is a big risk. I get nervous about that. All right, let's it see what Ty risk. says here. I Barkley, Gibson, Freeman, Mooney, Van Jefferson, Parker. Which of these would you start? I mean, well, because yeah. I mean, like, right? Like, I, I'd start them all in, in, in like a lot, in a lot of instances. You know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, Barkley and Gibson, I mean, if you need two running backs. I mean, you got to tell us how many um, to start here because I have no idea. I think you got the right order there. Yeah, like if we're ranking him. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I might put put Freeman farther down than that. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, I put Freeman (laughs) farther. If if we're split it between running backs and wide receivers is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barkley, Gibson, Freeman, that's the order I'd put him in. And I'd put Van Jefferson and Parker over Mooney. So I'd move Mooney. Yeah, I would put, I would actually put Van over Mooney, especially with the OBJ news. I would put Van over Mooney, not over Parker personally. But that's, uh, that's where I go with that. And then if you're going for the full line, you put Freeman, uh, put him maybe at the end. Actually, here's one thing that I just remembered, and it was kind of stupid, but when it was, uh, I swear there was only one game where it was like uh, no OBJ and no Robert Woods, and it was Van Jefferson. And maybe it was just that game, but it was like Van Jefferson got like no love that entire game. Yeah, but really weird. Yeah. You know what? I remember that game. Um, which one called it too? I was about to say I take Van over uh, Parker this week. You know what I mean? Like that Seattle. T- you know uh, they don't give up. They don't give up uh, too many receptions, but then, like, you know, here and then they'll give up a splash play down the field. That would be Van Jefferson, you know what I mean? But I'm not so – yeah. Oh, shit, I'm I agree with that. Parker playing the Jets. Damn. I forgot about the playing the Jets. That's yeah. like, yeah. like, kind of ass. Let's see. And Chris said uh, Schultz or Ertz this week. Um, I think I'll go – I think I'll go Ertz. Yeah. Ertz with, with Hopkins out? Yeah, I'm going to go Ertz. I think that I think he's the one that has probably the safest floor out of receiver options right now because you know what I'm saying like he's gonna need somebody uh that they could trust on, on them third downs and shit. You know what I mean? Some trusty hands. And Ward, what up, Ward? He said start Taysom or Jalen. I think I'm going Taysom. Yeah, what? I mean I think I, well actually uh Hertz oh, might be hurts. hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, pardon the pun there. Um, so yeah, I definitely go with Taysom Hill either way. Honestly, I I was calling it last couple weeks before everyone else was on him. I was like, I was like, dude, he's gonna come in, he's gonna play, he's gonna get you twenty four points. And I thought said that exactly. What did he get? Twenty four points. Then the next week, I'm like, hey, he's gonna do it again. He's gonna get twenty four points. I'm calling it right now. What did he get? Twenty four fucking points. This week, I'm saying Hill gets twenty five points. Oh, because it's a little bit better matchup. Yeah, I mean, if, he gets, if he gets the 100 on the ground again, I mean, it makes it real easy for him to get that 25 oh, absolutely. points. And he's yeah, going to get that 100 it's, on the he's ground. He's like Jalen Hurts with a better coach. Yeah, and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a terrible arm. Because Hurts got a big arm. He's not accurate, yeah. but he definitely has a big arm. 
What up, clap nuts? He said, do we play uh, Swift if he's active or do I roll with Penny? I just don't like uh, either matchup. I don't think Swift is going to be active, so I think yeah. you're going to have to roll with Penny. But Godspeed. And what up, David? Hess in the building. What up, bro? What are you smoking on? I'm getting ready to pack another bowl right now. And uh, Ward says, any news on AJ oh, Brown? That's David. that's David, huh? That's yeah. And uh, Ward said, any news on A.J. Brown or James Conner? Not as of yet. I'm surprised we haven't heard any uh, James Conner news on his MRI. It's really weird. I think Coach said uh, A.J. Brown is a possibility to come back, but that's it. That's all I've heard. Ah, man, what a disappointment. And uh, Maximo on Facebook, what up? If Terry can't clear protocol, Julio, Parker, or Kirk? I'm going Parker. Uh man, that's that's tough. I you know uh, who's who are the Titans playing again? The Titans play the Steelers. Uh yeah, the you Cardinals know. play the Lions and Dolphins play the Jets. Right, right, right. Uh, it, yeah, there's just a part of me that wants to go Julio because I love that guy, but man, you know he hasn't been putting together. Now, uh, I will say though that Pittsburgh uh, isn't so great. Um, you know, against wide receivers in fantasy. Um, and so for that reason, I I would give a little bit of a lean toward Julio. But uh, looking at the rest of the, the matchups, though, it's hard. It's really hard to want to start him. And, and I have to agree. I'm getting a slight, um, a slight nod to Parker over Kirk on that one. And then Julio, I think, is, is as much as I'd love to say him, I think he's actually the third out of those guys. And Austin said, Bogey's brain works different. <laughs> we all know that. But we love him. That's why we love him. <laughs> and Anthony said, uh, Diggs, Keenan Allen, Lockett, sit one. Keenan Allen, Lockett, sit Allen. I mean, I think with Wilson, you know, he's cooking back up. He's uh, There's obviously some weird shit going on between him and DK. Uh, he's just not giving him the, the attention. And Lockett's getting the attention there. So I like Lockett. Uh, I like Diggs, uh, of course. I mean, it's hard to sit that guy. Even even if he, he even if he's not having a great game, dude, he can. He Out of nowhere, he'll have like a 30-burger, and you'll be like, shit, he's on my fucking bench. Uh, Keenan Allen, I mean, with, uh, you know, he's just coming back. Williams is going to be in. So, uh, yeah, I just it's, – it's hard to sit one of those guys. I would try to start all three. But if you have to sit one, I'd say Allen. I say um, it's going to be Lockett, but if you're, if you're going to get cute, and sometimes I like to get that way, Diggs going up against more than likely Stefan Gilmore, someone who knows him like really well. They've been playing in the same division for a while. It's to sit Diggs and put Lockett in, but um, I'd be starting Diggs and Allen. you got to have some great fruit-sized si- hey, balls for that, dude. I'll it, tell you. It's hard to get off of Lockett because – <laughs> They've been doing Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett things this past like three weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that deep, that deep bomb, that fifty yard bomb, whatever it was, like that was vintage right there. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. But Darius Williams, you know, he he's not on the list, the COVID list. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he he, he was taking it to to DeAndre Hopkins. That'd be the guy, like, you know, what I'm saying that I would worry about the most. They'll probably move Lockett away from him, and it, you know that guy will be on DK Metcalf more. Yeah. So it's hard to sit Lockett in, in, in what I think is going to be a negative game script where they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. But, like, I would rather connect myself to the Chiefs game. That that rivalry shoots out. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? An- and Anthony said, I just got a wet bandits t-shirt at Target, man. It's classic right that- there. Nice. Dude, <laughs> hey, put Target up a picture in there if you can. Joint. I'd like to see that. I love it because I'm always in Target too. I'm like, yeah, wet bandits. Hey, I saw this red, it was a red t-shirt. It was a Coke it said Coca-Cola. And I was hella hot that I didn't get it. Cause when I went back the next time, it was gone. I was gone. Because like, I love Coca-Cola one, and it's just a double entendre. Right. <laughs> and uh and Roman said, um, guys, should I start J Rob or CEH? CEH. J Rob. We want to, you want to attach yourself to a, a, a crazy high scoring game. Like, what is this? The 50, 52 or 54, something like that is what Vegas has it at. At the yeah. point, you know, it's going to, you know, and I, I, we want that. You know what I'm saying? I, I will say it's like a Matt Nagy situation for James Robinson. Well, you know, we it's not that we can't trust James Robinson. We can't trust. We can't trust Urban Meyer. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's the Texans. Like, they should win this game. And if you think about it, like, the Texans will probably be the smarter ones and be like, you know what? We're not going to win this game somehow. So so they can still get a high-ass pick. Meanwhile, yeah. they're going to try their best to win this game. You know what I'm saying? The Jags. Oh, wait. You think it's going to be like that South Park episode? Where they um they're trying not to win. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, I, I remember that. That was big time where all the kids didn't want to keep playing and uh, right. they were just better at losing. Dodgeball. Just getting blasted. Fucking dodgeball. Yeah. And Austin said, "Have we ever seen Bogey without shades?" Nope. Neither has the world. <laughs> uh, let's see. His Anthony. future's too bright, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I Anthony. like your version. <laughs> and Anthony said, "Mixon, Montgomery, Foreman, got to go with the first two. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love. I do. I am. I love Foreman. I've actually been a, a big on Foreman uh, even since last season. I think that he does have talent. I think that uh, he is going to get play. But yeah, you got to go with Mixon and Montgomery on that one. Let's see. Boss Man Fat says T.J. Hawkinson or Mike Gesicki. PPR. I'm going Gesicki." Has has is Hawk cleared to play? And I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's still going to be down. Um, so I mean, it, that makes it easier, Gasicki. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, if it, I don't know that's harder if, if if he does play. But I say Gasicki, great matchup. And let me see. And uh, Boss Man Fat says Melvin Gordon or Amari. Um, I think Melvin Gordon. I mean, they're just they're doing so much that with their running backs, like I, I love starting both of them. They're both like. High end RB twos like at worst. Yeah, and 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 Cincinnati is not all that great against running back. So uh yeah, I would definitely go with Melvin Gordon there. Although <clears throat> um you know it, it's harder to say. I mean, well, first of all, do we know uh is it PPR or not? But um I'm guessing that I always, it is. I always assume PPR. I just, yeah, I just assume that it is. But even so, uh, yeah, I think Melvin Gordon is a more solid play. I definitely think Amari Cooper can have his great games. He had a good stretch there between uh, weeks four through eight. Uh, but since then, it's been real hit and miss, especially, you know, he's been banged up and everything. He had a great game this last week. Uh, a pretty good game, I'll say. You know, 16 fantasy points. Uh, but I think that Melvin Gordon can get that just as easily and has a much safer floor. Yeah, LeBron's brain. He says Dak or Taysom. Dak higher ceiling, but has shown shit the past two weeks. 
I'm going to go taste them. I said that a little bit earlier today, and I'm going to stick with it. Hey, yep, 25 points. I think they, uh, that gets you about 20 to 22. Yeah, Taysom's just safer right now. Absolutely. Anthony said Superflex hurts to a Heineke Tannehill start two. Um, I, I think, think Hurts is going to be out. I'll go to a, yeah, that's what's tough. Like, yeah, we don't know. I mean, they said that he's kind of, he's trending in the right direction as of now, but that could be some coach speak on a Wednesday. Yeah. As well. See, I keep hearing back and forth on that too, you know? So I don't, I don't know. Either way, I think I'm going to, it's such a great matchup. Um, and you know, and, and the other one's a little bit more difficult, but I, I don't know. I kind of lean toward Heineke a little. Yeah. I just think, you know, with the way that Ryan Tannehill's been with that offensive line, you know, being as porous as fuck, like just, I, I really think that Heineke, you know, he, he's, he didn't have a great week last week. He could have, um, I think that he could have a better week this week. I, I, I slight lean toward Heineke, uh, uh, between him and Tannehill personally, but two, uh, two, I think is, is a really good play this week. Yeah. All right. And let's see. Tino said maybe DK would run another route besides the post. He would get the ball. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what's going on with that. It's not really making too much sense the way they're they're working DK. And David said puffing on some skunk one, and I'm about to harvest. Here we go. Always cut a few branches, dry and taste before the main chop. Happy to report these ladies are ready to dry, cure, and enjoy. Hell yeah, 420 crew. I like. Hey, it. nice. Hey, hey, hook us up with a sample. <laughs> And Tino said, in case you, in case anyone cares, I'm smoking on the the Blue City Diesel, my my personal favorite strain. Nice, and uh, that's so funny. Tino says, "I know Bogey in real life, and I never seen him without his glasses." <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "My bad, boys." Texan, I got you, bro. And uh, we did that for Boss Man. And Austin said, "I wonder if Carter will receive a full workload." Been watching his IG stories, and he looks really good. We shall see. I mean, the coach already says that uh, that he says he expects him to play. Yeah, and if he's playing, I, I think I think you start him up. I think he's got the talent. I'm not going to sit him and watch him get 20 points on my bench. And Stu, oh man, come on, Mister Bias Stu in here with this cowboy toxic. Oh, Cooper is healthy. Uh, Dak is a, is a little off, but uh, it's the Giants versus uh, the Giants versus Dak, and said about to get get right. This week, and yes, I'm a homer, but give me Cooper over Gordon. It's Javante season. You uh, you understand that Cooper scored more points last week than Javante did, right, Stu? Well, on top of that, you know, Gordon scored 23 fantasy points, even if it's Java season. So, yeah, uh, you know, even with Java in there, which I agree, it is it is Java season. Love him, love the guy. I think you know they could combine for 40 points every goddamn week. <laughs> Floor is way safer for Gordon than Cooper. Agreed. Agreed. Stu, you're crazy, and I love you, but that's why I love playing against you too, because you always hey, all, all Cowboys fans are nuts, right? You've been seeing those memes with all the misspelled Cowboys memes. <laughs> yeah, you seen that shit? Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And fresh off of his work shift, our man JC Money Design in the building. Yo, dude, we're supposed to be getting crazy tornadoes out here. <laughs> yeah, seventy, dude, we're supposed to be getting like seventy mile an hour winds. Where at? Minnesota. Hey, yeah, just and then it's supposed to then it's supposed to freeze and snow. Hey. 
I told you. <laughs> no natos. Not to fool with AJ Dillon. I told it's you. about to get crazy. I told you. They got signs in the road. They're like blinking, saying like at 9 p.m. Get off the roads because they're about to have crazy winds. Like fuck nuts. Oh snap! So all them tornadoes they just had down south were about to get them. I ain't gonna lie. I guarantee. I guarantee. There's gonna be one of them crazy white boys out there in that snowstorm with one of them fucking with one of them uh the tornado, yeah, like you said. It's good we should make a movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, white boys be on some crazy shit. They're like, like, remember Twister? They're like, we gotta go drive at the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, I was mean? telling you my friend that was on mushrooms, he wanted to go run out in front of snow plows. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was on the wrong shrooms, right? <laughs> He's like, you'd be funny as hell. We'll scare the shit out of them. Like, until you slip and fall and they run you over. Plow <laughs> yeah. your ass over. They don't have a reason. I mean, they're, they're like, their whole vehicle plows things. Like, yeah. you literally, like, get plowed. <laughs> oh, man. And Life and Sports Talk with Jake said, new system. That's why DK isn't getting the ball. They're stopping him at all costs, the defense is. Yes, sir. And LeBron's brain says, will Lamar play? I'm asking because uh, I own the Packers D. Um, I mean, whether he plays or not, I don't think that makes a difference. I think Packers D start him. They're bad. Mm-hmm. Said, Thanks, guys. Patrick said, what up, Hustler? I mean, What's going on? I mean, even if Lamar has a good game, I think that the the, the Packers D could still make – they score points and just do it every week. Yeah. Can't get away from it. Antonio said, I kind of want to buy tickets for the Giants-Cowboys. That'd be a pretty cool game to go see. Yeah, hell yeah. If you're a Cowboys fan, you go you go to that game because you like going to games where you're going to win. You know what I mean? They're going to smack the fuck out of the Giants. And Patrick said, I got a bye week. So for week 16, the Pats or the Titans. So the Pats play the, the Bills. Bills in week 16, and the Titans play. Uh, where is it? They play the 49ers on Thursday night. What you do here? This is what this is what you do. You go and look at the Chargers are there because they play the Texans week sixteen. A lot yeah. of Chargers are gonna yeah. be dropped everywhere because they're playing the Chiefs. And the honestly, Chiefs- when you when you get into the playoffs and shit, you might you might want to just look at you know who you want to start at defense each week. If mm-hmm. you have some room, cut the fat and pick up those defenses. Uh, uh, you know, New England's good to have if you get in a championship because they got the Jets that week. So yeah. you might want to hang on to them. But um, Seattle plays uh, Detroit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You yeah. can talk up. Do so. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not even mad at Denver against the Chargers in week 16. Because I'm not scared if they give up points. It's just the fact that they have a good secondary. They, they can get me some possible pick sixes and shit. And, and they're good in their sacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Chargers get the, the the Texans in week 16, and I think, yeah, that's a damn good matchup. Yeah, uh, So I would go week to week right now with defense. But, yeah, but as far as stashing is what the question is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if, you know, I would stash New England because I'm not afraid to mm-hmm. play against Josh Allen. I'd stash the Pats and then pick up someone else for the week 16 matchup. I mean, listen, I'm still playing. I'm not afraid to play. Uh, I'm not afraid to play uh, New England against Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, David just said it right here. New England scored 14 uh, points, uh, 14 points against Buffalo in week 13, and that was uh, in Buffalo. Should be just as strong as home. 
Well, I mean, weather was a little fast. Yeah, weather was was insane. I'm not saying, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You hang on to them, you can play them. Or, I mean, but if you want to get cute with it and start another team, yeah, I do that. But don't, yeah, hang on to the Pats because if you make it to the championship game against, uh, I guess it's uh, Jacksonville, I mean, uh, that's going to be a huge, huge game for them. Oh, yeah. Definitely you want the Patriots in that game. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I think I said Jets earlier. I meant Jacksonville. Sorry. Yeah. And Patrick said, I have the Titans in the Pats at the moment. Yeah. yeah so you got to try to get, got to try to get someone else though. But yeah. I that's shake the pads. I've just, that's what I do. Shake the Pats and go see if the Chargers are there. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's the great matchup against, you know, Judge Davis Mills. I would rather play the Pats uh, against Buffalo than the Titans against San Francisco. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah, d- definitely drop the Titans and see, or not just drop them, but see if the Chargers is available. Because the they Chargers. Have good matchups. Yeah, Davis Mills. They're, they're going to have Davis Mills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, here we missed this one. And Alejandro says uh, Mahomes or Jimmy G, KJ Osborne or Russell Gage, Crosby or Gould. I'm going Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes over Jimmy G. Got to do it. Osborne over Gage. Uh, yeah. You know, with Thielen still going to be out. You know, that's I take I take the wide receiver two in uh, in Minnesota over the wide receiver one in Atlanta at this point. Uh, yeah. And then Crosby or Gould, man, eh, whatever. Pick who you want. I would stick with Crosby. I mean, you just you want to you want to attach yourself to an offense that's going to get in the scoring position, right? Like, but not the, score. Yeah, the Niners or the Packers, like you know what I mean. It's it's it's, just, it's you know, pick pick your poison. Gold missed that damn kick last week, though. Oh, yeah. oh. oh. him <laughs> missing that. Here's here's the caveat. Him missing that kick made Shanahan stop being a pussy because in overtime, it's like, we can't go for a fucking tie. Get this fucking win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I'll say that. For real football, sure. But in fantasy, I had gold in a couple places. Like, damn it. Yeah. But see, but here's my thing, too. Remember remember when we lost the Super Bowl against I, – I, I don't – you know, all before all the defensive shit, you know what it was? It's going into the half and, go, and opting to kick the field goal. You go for another touchdown there. You know what I mean? Like that. Shanahan needs to stop being a pussy. <laughs> and he showed me. He needs to believe in his, his 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 scheme because it works. Yeah, he showed me that though. That he's like, oh, now I ain't no pussy. You know what I mean? We get this dub. Let's go. And Patrick said, "Should I drop P Ryan for Jefferson or Osborne? I have Thielen. What Jefferson? Which one?" Uh, definitely not Justin Jefferson. Jamar yeah. Jefferson. I'd rather have Osborne than Jamar Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing that. Give me, give me Ozzy Osborne's a strange son. Yeah. Hey. I mean, yeah, as long as Thielen's out, Osborne's Osborne. the, the guy for sure. I mean, he's gonna be great. Definitely. CDA great nine one said Lamar Jackson or Taysom Hill. Taysom. Taysom safer. Taysom safer for sure. Especially, you know, with Lamar banged up. And yeah, Taysom. Let's see. C Dog said, Will Thielen play? I don't think so. And also pick three DK Hollywood, KJ Osborne, James Robinson. Not James Robinson. Not James. Yeah, there you go. I'd still play him. He's the flex. I don't know, though. Because I'm looking at the other choices. I'm like, eh, I don't know. 
Um, although, I mean, it's hard to, hard to trust right now, uh, although they are up against the Texans, uh, and that's that's a really, really good matchup. But it's, it is hard to, to, you know, I mean, just in the past couple of weeks, he got 2.5 fantasy points, then 0.4. Like, fuck, dude. I, it's, there's no way I can go with that. Um, but it could be a surprisingly good game. So uh, that is a very tough question. But um, and especially with DK being, you know, uh, basically shut out, it's it, that's hard. I, I mean, I might start James Robinson over DK in that case. Hollywood's been dropping too. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, for the matchup, it, it, for the uh, but but he hasn't been getting. Yeah, it's really tough. I see why you have this conundrum. And in that case, especially in full point PPR, I think I am going to go DK Hollywood and Osborne. But uh, man, just wait, just watch. They'll they'll start like Urban Meyer was doing shit with J. Rob in the beginning of the season. Then all of a sudden, lit a fire under his ass and and and, and or his own ass, I guess, and started coaching. Uh, actually, coaching them and had J. Rob playing, and it was great. If that happens again, wonderful. We don't know if that's going to happen or not, but man, then DK's in question. So yeah, that's a tough one. But I get, I'm going to have to go with the wide receivers on that one. See, I'm 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 gonna go. Uh, we almost have to just because of the fact that what the fuck Urban Meyer has been doing with James Robinson. You can't yeah. as much as I want to play him every single week because I know how fucking talented he is. Urban Meyer is an idiot. I'm going Good matchup or not, talented or not, whether or not they're going to actually finally go back to him, and you just can't trust it. Yeah, Between both running backs, I think they only got like 14 yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only ran yeah. or something like that as a team. But you know what though? I'm I'm still going DK. I'm going DK, KJ, and James Robinson because the Texans, they're one of the they're a bad run defense. They're one of the worst. So like I I'm I am I don't trust it, but like this is I'm making it my flex now. If I had to choose three, that's my flex. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to argue you on that one because I agree with you. It's just it's hard to trust. That's all. It's just yeah. hard. And then and then DK, I mean, he had a touchdown last week. There was a flag on it, but he still had one. It just showed me that they're still hitting him off in the red zone. Yeah. We, yeah you know what I mean? That that was that, – that's the thing. Like, if we're not going to get the big splash plays with DK or, or have them use him as the X receiver, at least don't take away his red zone targets. So he did have that. It's just it's not going to show up on a stat sheet because there was a flag on it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm still okay with rolling him out. And uh, Anthony said I got ice cream dabs. Uh, I got to buy one get one for a penny deal at the local cannabis club. Love it, Cali. There we go. We love I, it. What's funny is like when when you wait in line, they design it to when you wait in line, they get they they're trying to sign you up for all kind of other shit. They're like, it's for a penny. And uh, you know, and then they just they try to pitch you some shit, man, all day. And then motherfuckers just be high in the line, like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all day. It never fails. And no, it's it's perfect. Perfect creative marketing. <laughs> and uh, let's see, where are we at? Austin said that uh, it's crazy to think how long Brady has been good for uh in 2005. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury was his backup. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. No shit. That's funny. Is that facts? That's wow. crazy. Cliff Kingsbury, wasn't he drafted in that class? Not like, or was he drafted, or, or did he ever be behind Brady? Like, I, I don't need, know. I need to know that. Yeah. That's, I've never knew. I've never heard that. If that that's dope. If that's if, if that's true, because I've never heard that. I don't think Austin would lie to us. No, no, I believe Austin. I just, I'm like, this Austin's is, a man. This is me being like, wow, I've never, I never knew that. Like, you know what I mean? That's fucking, that's hilarious, actually. 
And uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, 2000, 2003. Wow. Back up on the Patriots. Wow. Look at Cliff. And now Cliff's trying to, he's trying to live his quarterback dream vicariously through Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a pretty good job of it, actually. Yeah. I like it. Well, better than he did in his career. Yeah. His That's... career backup. Yeah. Career backup. Let's see. And Robert says Bakhtiari playing um, this Sunday. We don't know. I know he's not practicing today. We'll see tomorrow. I don't think Murray killed my wide receiver. That's like, um, I'd say the end of December, maybe. And let's see. And Antonio said, any news on Roquan? I didn't know that he got injured. He got injured kind of at the end of the game. No news as of yet. Let's see. Who's backing up the truck? I know. <laughs> What's going on there? I'm taking my job from me. Where my monitor is, the battery's low. Oh. And Tino oh. said Urban's about to be a one and done. Yeah. No, dude, I'm sure he'll go back to college. That's the thing. Like, I, think he, I legit think he's senile. Like, he's, I think he's got some issues going on in his head. One and done in the, uh, in the NFL. I think that's what he means. Oh man, somebody was somebody was talking about this uh comment because uh he said that he's gonna start using James Robinson more. And someone says someone said something like uh um you can't even be fate or uh your wife can't even trust you. How am I how am I supposed to be able to trust you? Oh. <laughs> Shit so <Nap>. <laughs> Oh my god. I think I, I need to, I think I took I saved the screenshots and Oh man, the comment was like perfect. I'm like, yeah, I mean, kind of agree with that. <laughs> and Dynasty Pylon said if Jefferson was drafted this year, Chase last year, which LSU guy would be more productive considering Chase was number one in LSU, but uh, JJ was a better fit for Burrow, yeah, than Chase with Cousins or as is. I mean, either one would be a better fit with uh, with Burrow. It's because he has the uh, the rapport. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Out, though. <laughs> it's the same either way, honestly. You know, I think they're both going to be. They're going. They're, those two are going to be. You know, the top. You know, it, definitely the top five wide receivers every year for the next. You know, five, five or so years. Yeah. So someone asked a question like, uh, "Would you would you drop James Robinson?" Someone's like, "I rage dropped him." He said, "Fantasy playoffs," and I'm being. Asked to trust Urban Meyer. His wife can't, so how can I? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> about pissing myself. Yeah, that's just so funny. We can trust him because he's a winner. <laughs> and Austin says, uh, question next year, would y'all drive JJ or Cup? He said, I'd go JJ. I agree with that. I think I think Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, the way that he's been playing, uh, you know, he he definitely didn't have a sophomore slump. He still had a really great year. I think that's going to continue into next year. And then with Cup, I think that with OBJ in there, with uh, uh, Van Jefferson in there, with Woods, I mean, just going to be too many mouths to feed. I think next season, uh, I think that that this was a magical fucking season for that guy. And goddamn, he deserves every fucking accolade and praise that he gets. That kid, fucking fantasy player of the year, probably. But, uh, you know, I think that's going to – I think he's definitely going to see some uh, regression next season. So, I, I'd go J.J. I, yeah, I, I slightly go in cup here. But also because, like, I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to be there next year because he's a free agent. 
You know what I mean? And there's gonna be some places that where he can, he might be able to go. And and, and uh, his agent. All right, we'll have Aaron Rodgers next year. <laughs> he is not going. Oh shit! Why the hell not? Would you imagine that? He is not. Damn. He's not pulling a breath. He'd have two elite. Re- he'd have two elite receivers instead of one. Yeah, okay. he would have, he have one of the best running backs in the league. They're getting traded there, though. Hold on, hold on. Dude, Justin no, Jefferson makes, makes it. Here's the tradition. Makes an argument for the number one pick if that I'll happens. I'll tell you that. Here's the tradition for the Minnesota Vikings. Here's the tradition for Green Bay Packers quarterbacks. They got to go one someplace else have, for one they're year. They're and then they have Jordan Love, bro. He, he's about to Jordan Love. He's a joke. He's worse. He's worse than Killing Mond. Jordan Love is garbage. Damn. Teddy Bridgewater is making a miraculous return to where it all started. Minnesota, baby. <laughs> Teddy throws the belt. President. He's again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, man, so it could be in the sweepstakes where uh, they could try to get uh, Wilson, too. Yeah. yeah that would be if coming. Teddy throws the belt, is the fucking the quarterback there next year, bro. I'm taking cup. <laughs> Shit, I might be even okay with fucking Jimmy G just coming here for a year. If they there get you go. Hey, Jimmy G will look handsome in one of those like Eskimo coats. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's going to have all the snow buddies. <laughs> all right. So, real quick. Uh, so, we're, we're out of questions here. Uh, but before we wrap it up, I got to remind everyone. So, next Tuesday, we're going to be doing our first episode of Movies and Munchies, our, our uh, movie podcast. And we're going to be breaking down some Christmas movies, talking about that. Uh, we got a handful of people on the panel. You guys already know them. And then we also, we're voting right now. Um, it's going to be the next show that we do. We're going to do a Sweet 16 of sorts. And uh, we made a list last night of like, what, 100 and, 127, yeah. 127 sports movies. Everyone who was on here, we were just throwing out as many movies as we can think of. We need everyone to go vote on this. I threw the link in the chat right now. It's within the fantasy football advice group, the experts, gurus, and beginners. When you get into the group, you just go look in the featured uh, featured posts, and you'll see it up there. So right now, let me see where we got for the top 16. We got Remember the Titans and Happy Gilmore, one and two. The Sandlot and Waterboy at three and four. Ooh, that's, a t- that's a great top four right there. It is a damn good top four. Major League and Rocky at uh, five and six. Top six even. Wow, killing it. Moneyball and Friday Night Lights at seven and eight. Uh, you lost me at Moneyball. Moneyball. <laughs> boring. Dodgeball boring. and Varsity Blues that gets us to nine and ten. That's cool okay. Runnings and Any Given Sunday eleven and twelve. Okay. Cool Runnings. <laughs> right. Blindside and Coach Carter for thirteen and fourteen. Look at John. Ken- John Kenny got another reference on the show. There you go. <laughs> I love that little speech that he gives, you know, like, uh, uh, the, I can't remember the whole thing, but he's doing the, the fucking, you know, the, 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 the church thing, the, the, what do you call that? I don't remember, but you know, the, 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 the give us this day or daily bread, that whole thing, yeah, but he's yeah, doing yeah. it about like, you know, uh, you know, on earth as it is in turn seven, you know, instead of that, <laughs> like that kind of shit, that fucking speech was so funny. I love that guy. And then the last two that we got here are space jam and the longest yard as of right now. The original Space Jam? Yes, the original. There's no other Space Jam. 
All of a Don't ever bring up the LeBron Space Jam. <laughs> and then right on the outside looking in, we got White Man Can't Jump, Field of Dreams, The Replacements, Rookie of the Year, Talladega Knights, A League of Their Own, Karate Kid, Angels in the Outfield, Little Giants. We need more votes, that guys. Whole, that whole tin right there, that, that last that I'm a little right? upset that Dude, tin cup, that tin cup isn't up there a little higher. How is how is Field of Dreams not, not higher up, man? That's crazy. We yeah, need more bro. votes. That's why we need more bad. votes. Because you can vote on as many movies as you want. You can vote on as many movies as you want. <laughs> hey, so what? So tell me, what's what's the Tuesday show? What is that? Next it's Tuesday, gonna, it's going to be next Tuesday, and it's going to be at eight p.m. Eastern time, five p.m. Pacific. You got room on that? I do. If you can make it, I can make it. Put me All on. Right. So we need to know. So we need to know we're picking an adult ish movie and then we're picking more of like a family kids movie. So we're picking two movies each. We're all going to try to watch as many of them as we can between now and then. That's why we starting it up like a week early or whatever. And uh, but what we're doing, I picked uh, the night before as my um, adult movie. Uh, JC Money picked uh, Christmas Vacation. Um, Taco picked Jingle All the Way. Bogard picked Bad Santa. And then for the kids' movies, I still haven't picked one yet. I'm letting everyone kind of decide theirs. I'm going to pick mine. For, for the end. What, see, that, see, that's the thing. Is like, where does a Christmas story land? Is that is that adult or kids? Well, I mean, it's whatever you want. You can go all the way as a kid, like kind of a kid's movie, too. But. I would say that's more of a kid's movie. And Taco's like, ah, oh, that's kind of adultish. I'll, I'll use that for my adult, adultish one. Because it's still that's one that, adult if you can stomach it as an adult, that's what I mean by adult. So kind of us to it. It's our a discretion, so to speak. Yeah, because I went the night before. I went full adult movie, you know, oh, yeah. with that for that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's so just has anyone taken a Christmas time. story yet? No. I want Christmas story. Yeah, love that. And I did Santa Claus for my kids one because Tim Allen, dude, this shit's so funny. Oh dude. yeah, dude. The part where they're at Denny's, he's like, "This is nice." <laughs> and the turkey? Did you burn a turkey? <laughs> and Ward said, "Where do you vote?" I put the link in the chat right now. You can go click on that. It's uh, it's this one right here. It's the Facebook group slash FF Advice Four Twenty, and this is the actual like link to the post. But if you get to the group, it's in the featured posts. Ooh, higher learning. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, let me see. And, and Anthony said, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. So make sure you go vote. Um, everyone go vote. You can vote on as many movies as you want. I mean, I picked a bunch. I, I maybe picked yeah. like, I don't know, like half of them, maybe 40% of them. Yeah, something, uh, just all the ones that I like. And it's whoever, whatever ones are in the top 16, uh, we're going to keep this up until next Tuesday until, um, until this pot, this next podcast goes. And I think I want to keep this going on Tuesdays just cause it's kind of a dead day, um, for news and, you know, we'll kind of get this rolling right now before we get into the off season. Now, let's see. Yeah, and Antonio said the night before. Hell yeah. So you better be able to stay up that night, Antonio. We're starting at eight-year time. I know you go to bed kind of early. Yeah, Anthony said higher learning as a kid going through college sports. Yeah. Dude, Mr. Green is like my favorite part of that whole movie. Like the man. whole shit. Like, hey, man, I got a party going on later if you want to come by. Like all nonchalant. And he's actually talking about that huge ball. Like that's (laughs) that they're actually trying to go to. 
Yeah. Uh, we got something else going on. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh it's all right. My feelings aren't hurt. Not really. <laughs> He's like, it's not in my car. It's, you know, that's an actual party. <laughs> What's um Seth Rogen's name? Like Elijah or like a... I can't remember off the top of my head. He's like, tell him I'll see him. He's like, tell him I'll see him in a couple hours. Isaac, Isaac. Yeah, tell he's like, tell Isaac I'll see him in a few hours. He's like, what? What? (laughs) And Tino said, Tino said, I'm gonna go for all of them. You can go for as many as you want, you know. But it's not. I mean, if you just go one for across the board, you know that does it helps a lot of movies, but you know it hurts other ones as well. So you got to pick the ones that you really like. The bowl of Christmas present. Yeah. Antonio said, "You're present. Uh, you're in the present. I don't know. I must just be high." Yeah, <laughs> shit's so fucking funny. And, and so there is going to be, um, there is going to be one topic that we talk about that is outside of those movies, and it is going to be alternative Christmas movies. You know, movies that aren't really considered Christmas movies, but you know, the diehards of the world. Stu just said, "Lethal Weapon, best Christmas movie ever." You know, so I want to. We're going to have a segment in there. It's going to be about alternative Christmas movies. More or less, we'll just be bringing up ones and why and, you know, things like Jack that. Jack so one, I can't remember what it was. There was one that I, I thought about the other day. I was like, oh, wait, does that count? I, I'll have to remember it by then, but yeah. According to my wife, any movie that has snow in it is a Christmas movie. Scarface. I don't know about that. Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> right. Blow. Not a lot of snow in there. Blow, for sure. Yep. That's Antonio true. said blow right there. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, which is funny uh, or a muscle and flow like snow bunny yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah let me see and Stu said die hard okay so lethal weapon second best christmas movie ever <laughs> oh no what about uh batman returns oh it's definitely got to be yeah. oh, 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 sure. There's a big oh opening movie. yeah it's like the whole opening scene right yeah I mean, for for those of people that like people don't think of Batman Returns as being a Christmas movie, but it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, like, you know, we're just gonna open the ball of wax on like the uh, or can of worms or whatever reference you want to use, just on these alternative ones, movies that Gremlins. are like, uh, yeah, Gremlins, yeah, because I mean, the the thing wasn't he a Christmas present? <laughs> I swear he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. So there we go. Yeah, movies, these alternative Christmas movies that they're not really Christmas movies, but. I don't even, and I don't even know what we would count it because I was going to say being based around Christmas, but you know, like snow, if there's snow in there, that could be Christmas time. If we see Christmas trees randomly, I mean, Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it takes place at a Christmas party, right? Hustler got to experience Christmas yeah, exactly. snow. What about yeah. the, the ref? Have you guys seen that one with uh, with Dennis Leary, the ref? Uh-uh. It, oh god, you gotta see that shit. Uh, he so what happens is like he's like a burglar or some shit, and he's like he he keeps this this uh, family hostage. Uh, over and it's during Christmas. They got Christmas trees and shit, but the family's like fucking just they're all just so dysfunctional, and so he's basically he's having to fucking like be the counselor essentially for the family, and they're just it's just funny. Dude. You gotta you gotta check it out. It's good shit. Hell yeah, Thirty Days a Night is a yeah. fucking awesome movie. Josh Hardnett. And Anthony said, what are the subscriptions at? If we're talking about, if we're talking about the YouTube subscribers, we're at 2432. So 68 away from the Darius Leonard signed Jersey giveaway. We're, we're super, super close. So tell your friends, get them to come get subscribed over here. 
And Stu said, I got to talk about Andor and show kind of uh, Christmas shit. Just uh, just can't can't just be the snow. Hey, I mean, everyone's got their own opinions. Hey, I gained two subscribers since uh, being on this show. So for whoever you two people are, thank you so much. There we go. And Anthony said, Elf and a Christmas Story for sure. We watched Elf recently, and I uh, watched Christmas Story too. So that'll be good. Um, and surprised you watched Elf. Well, I mean, you know, it's not my choice to put it on, but I'm yeah, not he, doesn't, gonna, he yeah. doesn't like Will Ferrell. I'm not going to be hey, a grin. If, if, if you call that a kids and an adult right there, boom. If they're not taken, I'll take those two. There we go. Elf and they're not, not taken as of now. Yep. Batman Returns, Gremlins. There you go. All right. All right, well, we're going to get up out of here. Tyrant, before we get out of here, why don't you tell everyone where to find you at? Hey, yeah, thanks. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, The Fantasy Tyrant, of course. I've got my uh, morning show tomorrow morning, the Thursday B&B, you know, Thursday Benches and Bumps, uh, you know, Sits and Starts, however you want to call it. But uh, I'm just going to go over uh, the Thursday game, you know, my, who my uh, starts and sits are from that while having breakfast in bed. I do that every Thursday morning. So uh, come, come see me. Come snuggle up with The Tyrant. Hey, uh, come check me out then. Of course, you know, I've got shows all week. Plus, remember, I still got the signed DeAndre Swift jersey that you can win. Um, you know, check out uh, uh, in my description there below. I've got uh, uh, the Venmo, uh, fucking PayPal. You know, if you can't you hit me up on Patreon. All For, for all donations this month, 50% are going to Dorn Becker Children's Hospitals. So, you you know, you can help me while helping children and get yourself a nice little signed jersey there. So there you go. That's dope. And JC Money, tell them about your giveaway that you got going on. All right. You can go follow me on Instagram and or Twitter at JC Money Design. <laughs> I'm doing a giveaway. I'm doing it here. I'll grab it. <laughs> got a signed T. Higgins mini helmet. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Out of my personal collection. Fuck yeah. So just go uh you follow me on Instagram. <clears throat> I got a graphic there with uh all the de- all the details of how you can get entries. Woo woo. And uh Tino said Tyrant needs to be speaking in the locker room. His voice has motherfuckers running through brick walls. <laughs> there we go. Fuck yeah, dude. But hey, I, I I made jokes about it. Like, hey, you get me in a peewee football league, I'll have the motherfuckers run like, oh shit, I'll have them running plays. The people are like, what the fuck's going on? These are fucking kids. Why are you have them run like a fucking uh, man, dude? I yeah, trust me, I would have them motivated as shit. <laughs> I'd be I'd be bringing up some Belichick shit. I'd be having people videotaping the other team. I'd be legit, man. <laughs> And uh, you guys already know where to find me, Fantasy Football Hustler everywhere. Just go to FantasyFootballHustler.com there. And uh, we also, we got the Real Fantasy Playmakers going down tonight, so make sure you tap back in on that. It's at uh, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. It's going to be streaming here. It's going to be streaming on the GMM Network. It's going to be good time, so make sure you guys tap in. We're talking some playoff scenarios. All right. We are out. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Enjoy.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.